quote, Lorca from Star Trek Discovery. If you're planning on disobeying a direct order, it's best not to advertise the fact. Unless you're doing a podcast in which you should advertise it. Every single opportunity you get, welcome to Nerd Out. Yeah, that's it's right. It's doing a podcast of disobeying a direct order from it... society. <laughs> Don't do a yes. podcast. Everyone's doing a podcast. You know what? I'm going to exactly. do a podcast. Oh, uh, you're going to do a podcast about pop culture? Oh, uh, everyone does that. <laughs> well, we're going to disobey your orders. Boom. Take that, mum. Uh, this is Nerd Out. Hope you're doing well. I am Sandro. With me, we got Jen. We got Rob. Morning. Good morning. Jen has had her coffee, so she's feeling good. Robert hasn't had his hot chocolate because Jen didn't get him her hot chocolate, even though he asked nicely. And he got Jen a birthday present. And she's already said she doesn't like him. Wow, let's rag on Jen today. (laughs) I can take it. I've had my coffee. Boom. Um, We've got a pretty fun one today. A lot of news. A lot of early reaction synopsis type news. Mm. We'll get to that later, of Mm. course. We are reviewing uh, Chapter 2 of Star Trek Discovery, which is fun. We've actually got a lot of feedback about it as well. We put out this poll on Facebook, and everyone was was writing like essays just responding, which is great. All the feedback online. All you need to say is, we'll read it out on air, and people will respond. Yes, especially uh, Reese Parton. (laughs) I I saw Reese's... Hello, Reese. I saw Reese's (laughs) comment, and the fact that it had see more at the bottom, I was like, this is going to be too long for me to read out on air. (laughs) So thank you, Reese, for your, uh, your passion. And uh, interest. And I like how long your passion goes for, Reese. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there, okay? It's the white elephant in the room because we're in the white elephant at the moment, okay? We're in a very different studio right now. We're in a very high-powered studio. So we have set ourselves the challenge. Nay. We've set Jen the challenge. <laughs> no, we've all, no we've, all, we've all got the challenge. Oh, There's really, only like well, not re- the 19-year-old, not really. The potty mouth in the room. Yeah. The 19-year-old curses a bit by going, golly gee, heck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're in a very people's, important studio that we are not allowed to swear. So our challenge for this entire episode is to buy golly gosh, gully gom drops, not drop any of the F-bombs, the S-bombs, not even any a bombs. C-bomb. Yeah, not even that one. None of those ones today. Drop beats, not bombs, you know? I might drop a beat anytime I need to swear. It's probably sure. be worse than swearing. And in the new studio, Jen and I are so close together, we could be punching <laughs> each other by the end of this, <laughs> just for the hell of it. No real violence towards each other. We'll just start slapping each other, and Sandra will be there trying to keep things in order. As usual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Um, That's why what were we talking it sounds a little bit different. We weren't really talking about anything, but no. I was about to segue into <laughs> Go on. the segment that everyone's always waiting for. <clears throat> you see a new episode pop up in your feed, and your mind instantly takes you to the land before time. The <laughs> land before the question was asked, oh, where the question was asked time. for the first time. He's been researching. Yeah. He's been preparing. I love it. That question is, of course, what... Have you been consuming lately? Oh, I didn't guess it. Jen. Jen. Um, I had a bit of a... Again, last week was a light week. This week was lighter. Um, I did a lot of watching a bunch of stuff and not finishing a bunch of stuff. Um, I did obviously finish up Star Trek Discovery, so that took up most of my time. Mm. Um, I also randomly watched Men in Black 3, (laughs) because I hadn't seen it since the cinema. My partner hadn't seen it at all. And I... Love the Men in Black movies. Really? Love them. Number one, can watch anytime. Yeah. Yeah, I think I watched it once a week when it came out. Didn't we bring up Men in Black 3 like a couple of weeks ago? I think so. Didn't we bring up Men in Black 3 a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> I think so. It's better. 
Seamless. Um, we did, and I think that might have been subconsciously in my mind. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. number one is so good. I am obs- as we know, I mentioned last week, Will Smith. I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's come out and had, had done another video about um, what was it? It was about love, and then he did one about um, something else. Anyway, wasn't there a prank in Sydney or something? Like two girls pranked everybody, thinking that Will Smith was going to do a public appearance. Maybe. Um, oh no, he did a big. He just did a video about how much he loves Melbourne and how Melbourne is the city that artists have taken over, which is cool. And he loves it here, and I love him, so um, he can come and like be on our podcast, please. Yeah. If you're listening, Will, um, <laughs> would love to have you on. Um, so yeah, watch Men in Black Three. Um, I'd love to talk to you about. It's uh, not six great. Of separation. <laughs> Jermaine is great as Boris the animal. Hmm. Really? Oh yeah. Creepy animal yeah. design. Like, creature design in that is terrifying. His little hand opens up and this, like, thing comes out mm. and he's all, like, made up of claws and stuff. Um, he's better than Lara Flynn Boyle, but not as yep. good as Vincent D'Onofrio. Absolutely not. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, he's so good. And then uh, we have uh, young Tommy Lee Jones, young K, played by Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. And he's phenomenal. He's incredible. He's yeah. absolutely amazing. But, yeah, uh, if you haven't seen Men in Black 3, it's fun. It's I think it's better than two, nowhere near as good as one. <laughs> yeah. One is just... Like the whole scene where Jay's co- coming in to like take the entry test into the Men in Black, and he's sitting in that egg, and then he can't write on it, so he like drags the table over, and it's like really loud. I laugh, I laugh so hard, no matter how many times I watch it. Um, so watch that, and also just been catching up on some more episodes of Black Mirror. Um, so I'm up midway through the new season now, so I finished off season three. Oh yeah. Um, shout- what did you think of the last episode of season three, the feature length one? Which one was that? Uh, with the bees. Oh, man. So, oh, that freaked, really freaked me out because I don't like things going in to my ears, like earwigs, animorphs, the little irks that used to go into their ears. And then that night I went to bed and I sat down and this, like, fly buzzed near my <laughs> oh, ear no. and, I, and then it stopped and I freaked out. Uh. Um, that was a really, really good episode. I also watched um, the San Junipero episode, which mm. won some awards. I cried my way through that. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, but, yeah, it's, I'm still really enjoying it. So many people told me not to watch it because it was too grim, but I kind of like that it never ends happy, except for San Junipero. Yeah. So yeah, just been like catching up on them in between episodes of Discovery. That's so, nice. Nothing really to rate. I'll rate Black Mirror when I finished it mm. as an overall thing. Men in Black 3 gets a thumbs up. Mm. That's pretty good. Purely for Will Smith <laughs> and uh, Josh Brolin's performance. That's great. What about you, Rob? Um, what have I been consuming lately? Well, Rebels is back, and so they had they opened with a stellar two-parter. What was that? I, I can't talk about it. It came out like a couple of days ago. Oh, I really? I want to talk to oh, everyone okay. about Why it. Why can't you talk about it? Spoilers. Oh, there's a massive spoiler oh, okay. in okay. this one. It is Fair. yeah, it is f- huge. Um, so yeah, last night I hosted a uh, a fundraiser trivia a night for um, a cat rescue. Yeah, I do that quite a few. Um, and, it was a star- and it was a Star Wars one. So at any given... Basically, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. So mm. I do the questions and just in between I rant about Star Wars stuff. So any you point... didn't answer I my s- question, Rob. Were there cats there? There were no cats oh, there. But there were crazy cat people there. Oh, the best yeah. kind of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So I watched the uh, uh, Rebels' uh, latest two episodes and they're incredible. Uh, Rebels is just going from strength to strength. Mm. I'm going to miss it so much. Only two episodes left. Two more left. Yeah, and then we are done. Mm-hmm. No more. And that's when I'll start watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When every episode is out, then I'll watch. <laughs> um, I've been uh, uh, binging a lot of Voyager because uh, Caitlin and I um, set ourselves the task uh, 
quite a while ago that I would introduce her to Deep Space Nine and she would introduce me to Voyager because I was always put off by Voyager for good cause. Um, and she watched uh, Deep Space Nine and didn't really get it that much. Deep Space Nine is my mm. series, Voyager is her series. So we're in the last couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine, so we've slowed that down, and we're into season six of Voyager, season and we've six. been powering through. But season six oh, is really yeah. interesting because there are some stellar episodes and there are some bomb episodes, some really bad ones. We just watched the one where the rock appears. That was I a bad one. I think that's classic Star Trek, though, isn't it? Mm. There's yeah. always a bomb episode yeah. or two, and that's yeah. the beauty But Voyager it. does particularly well at doing the bombs that really bomb. <laughs> oh, and I'd say ex- Next Gen's probably a bit better at doing that. There's mm. some really bad episodes. Well, Next Gen. Deck episode? Yeah. You yeah. say potato, I say potato. And, and also the entire season three of the original series. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, John Oliver is back and so I watched the first episode uh, last Sunday of uh, Last Week Tonight, and it is good to have him back. He is incredible. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I've been consuming bits and pieces here and there. I've just been, you know, thrown into work and preparation Speaking for the comedy festival. Speaking of Voyager, considering you brought it up, my friend yeah. just had a baby. Congrats, mm. Dira and Named John over in Portland, Oregon. Middle name Janeway. Nice. Now, I don't right. know if it's a reference, but he works for NASA. <laughs> And she's a massive nerd, so I'm assuming I have asked them, mm. but I was like, Janeway, that's an interesting name. Where have I heard that before? And I Googled it, and I was like, Yep, Captain, Captain Janeway. Mm-hmm. There you go. So yeah, really good captain, very good captain. Yeah, Voyager very is good. in the minds of a few people. Yes, that's so good. that's what I've been consuming lately. What have you been consuming lately, Sandra? Uh, went and rewatched Black Panther. Nice, yeah. uh, which was good. Kind um, of forever. Exactly what I predicted happened, which was most of my problems just kind of disappeared. I don't know why. I feel like I was um paying more attention and going, actually, that story does make a little bit more sense now. Okay. So, I think I'd give it two thumbs now. Oh, okay. Yes, I would, over the line. I'd probably put it, if I, if I was going to compare it to others, probably like on par with the first Guardians. Right. It's good. Yeah, Got wow. a, quite a few problems. But, you know, it's pretty good. Um, I think... So, uh, yeah. I- re-listened back to the podcast last week and I wasn't making much sense of what I wanted to say. And <laughs> That's I think- me every week. And uh, I think Trevor Noah put it best. He was talking about Black Panther, and he said, look, it's a really kick-ass movie, but it means so much more to the black community uh, Mm. in the world. He said, it's just the same with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is a kick-ass film, but it means so much more to to women. women. And so that he said, there's no, you know... (laughs) Is like white people they're going oh when there's going to be films for about white people <laughs> and Trevor Noah goes you mean a, movies yeah or that that one presenter that was like oh there's an o- it's an overwhelming black cast isn't it <laughs> and they were like over- is it overwhelming oh, is it is, is it, it really is it really yeah so that's that's my way of describing it it's a kick-ass film that is more important as, as it should be for for black population um, yeah definitely uh, yeah so I haven't seen it again and I may. What else have you been consuming? Yeah, the main thing I want to talk about yeah. was uh, was Ladybird, yeah. which finally came out in Australian cinemas uh, last week. Oh, it's out. Oh, cool. Yeah, because um, it was out in the US from like November, but we didn't get it until yeah last week. Uh, really, really, really good. Okay. Um, I had high expectations just from word of mouth and the, the trailers and everything, but I um, feel like you'd already seen it. No. Um, I think you just talked about it a lot, wanting to see it. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, Toll cast is great. Two thumbs up. It's really hard to review because it's... Spoilery. Yeah, there's not much to talk about in it, but it's great and you should watch it. Cool. Um, yeah, no, really good. Oh, yes. No, there's one one criticism, and this isn't due to the distributor. It's due to the production company. Ah. Uh, for some reason, they censored it in Australia. 
they cut out a bunch of like <gasps> scenes and really? reshot the reason it's MA oh, um, right. and made it yeah more family friendly I guess it's it's not it's a coming of age kind of film isn't it like you got to put the gritty in there yeah so that was how did you find out that, that you just read that that had happened or? um yeah, yeah yeah so after it came out I don't know like pedestrian or something said hey this is yeah not been changed but uh, aside from that yeah all really 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 good highly recommend it that's what I've been consuming look at that which means it's time for. <laughs> I always get two notes in and then and then bail because because I can never get the tune right. That's the whole. That's that's how endearing it is. That's two weeks in a row. What's the one that's on Wild World, Wild World, Wide World of Sports? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> anyway, it's an awful song when you hear it in full. It's like <laughs> ten minutes long, and it's that's called right. like that's right something of man or something. It's <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll fine. do that one for next week when I can remember it. Cool. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Rob's like death staring me right now. News. Yes. Oh, follow me. <laughs> uh, number one news. Just to just kick it off. Not much to discuss, but we got Doctor Who logo. Uh, for the oh new my series. gosh! Are you shitting me? It caused so much, so much hassle. Rob got one swear in for Doctor Who. I'll allow it. <laughs> swear job. I'm not talking Did about you? the Philly Eagles, so I'm okay. Uh. <laughs> it's beautiful. The logo, yeah, and the image is the beautiful. Image is yes. The well, image is beautiful, but it's caused so much controversy, Why? and it caused so much pain on my Facebook feed. Oh man! Well. Yeah. I didn't read anything about. Was it about? Is it logo that's that's been controversial? Um, everyone's getting uh, okay. It looks beautiful. The image is great, mm. but people are losing, are going off their nuts. So some people are going, "This is the most incredible thing ever!" Oh, da, 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 da. And like you go, font? It's, it's just a font. Is it that different? Um, it's, it's 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 look it's a it's it it hasn't gone that much different. It's very yeah. very basic. Follow it's up a little... question: How long has it been since it's changed before? Uh, Two thousand eleven. Oh, yeah, I thought it hadn't been changed for like thirty years. By the way, people were carrying on. No, it's uh, the big change was when uh, Matt Smith took over. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Continue with although your. Although it kind of changed because that was when the DW. Yeah, they took that. They took that they away from the Palby, but they kept the same writing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a little change, uh, but the most important thing was that image was just a beautiful shot of the TARDIS, That's the beautiful. new Doctor in silhouette. Yeah, um, I got I got a lot of you know the little Prince vibe type, sort of like this magical yeah. type of go off into the in the to the universe feel. Got the whimsy back a little bit. Yeah, bring nice. on that whimsy. Um, but uh, the people, the haters have come back and are hating it just because they're hating the hate of having something new and progressive and uh, innovative in the show. People are scared and worried and they're venting it in, in any way, shape or form. Mm. So, uh, but, the people, yeah, but the people who are embracing change and are not scared of change uh, are very excited and happy. Some are getting a little bit too excited. I uh, just go, <laughs> yeah. look, it's beautiful. It looks great. Uh, the image is... Is is the best part about it, um, but let's not get too carried away. People are looking at how the W and the H are placed together with the O, and it kind of looks like the uh, si- the women's symbol. And they're going, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, going, does Just- it? I can't say I noticed. It's probably men seeing that. Sorry. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. men be like, oh, it's a women's symbol." Yeah. Women are like, "Is it?" I don't know. He got that. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, Doctor Who brings out the very best and the very uh, worst in people. Yes, I did have a bit I of a, found out. a scroll through uh, some comments on your one of your recent selfies. I'd typed up a response, 
and then I deleted the response, and then I typed it again, and then I deleted it, and I didn't post it. I was very proud of myself. Ah, that's good. Yes. I was like, no, this is Rob's feed. He's mm. in control of it. He can delete it if he wants to. Anyway. Yes. Uh, I, I released the logo and the image on uh, Wednesday night, and I went in to watch uh, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Why didn't I talk about that? Mm. It's okay. It's it's a beautiful Design script. Design looks beautiful. It's a beautiful script, but I think uh, and the set and stuff like that. We're going back into consuming here. Sorry, um, the set and the lighting and the effects of it is more like a musical, and so they. Okay. It's okay. it's overdone. It's overdone. Yeah. It's a simple, beautiful, s- small story about you know small people like a mum and a dad and 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 a kid, and they just make it into something bigger than it okay, needs to be. Okay, because the book's fairly contained. Yes. Though I didn't like the book last time I read it. So. It's it's very dated. It, yeah, it has. It, and, and the yeah. production of it comes across very dated. And they're going, don't we We've know more? We've moved past this, right? Yeah. We're past this now. We know people on the spectrum and how they are. And this, yeah. it was a bit overdone with the with uh, the, the spectrum stuff. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm worried okay. So anyway, anyway, I came out of Curious Incident and there was just everything exploded on my Facebook feed between these people like arguing over it. So, um, so yeah. yes. Basically, all I can say to people, they're just boobies. Don't be scared. And also, if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Have people it. legit That's been it. talking about the fact that she's got boobs? You've got 35 years worth of stuff to watch if you really don't want to watch a woman and it's as not, the and doctor. It, and it's not just men, it's women as well who have mm-hmm. got yeah, this yeah, as well yeah, across yeah. the board. Yeah, for sure. So it's just, yeah, there's a lot of hate there for people who um, aren't willing to change, despite the fact that Doctor Who has only survived 55 years because it changes. <laughs> exactly. Um, we also got a release date of October, which yes. is much sooner than anyone was expecting. So that's oh, no, actually, I think it's a bit later. We're uh, Please people don't say hoping soon. about September, and so we're going October. Oh mm. my gosh, we've got to wait another month. So, but we will get it then. And there've been some uh, on-set photos revealed, and Jodie Whittaker couldn't look couldn't look more awesome, even if she tried. And especially in one of the shots, she's got a bum bag. Oh yeah, so yes, that, bum that bags. Amazing. Bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. So she's good. really Packs. embracing the retro look of her costume, and she's got a bum bag. I went. I love it. I am. Is sorry. she wearing it at the back as a bum bag, no, or she wearing it at the front? She, she was wearing it at the front as yeah. a fanny pack. Well, yeah, <laughs> in that sense, it's interesting. They call them fanny packs in the US because that's yeah, the that's nickname for a bum. Fanny. Yes. But um, you're meant to wear them at the back. Oh, you are meant to wear them at mm. the back, which seems silly because someone could steal your money. Just blame the rock. And then everyone's just wearing it like he does. Everyone should be like Kevin Hart and Jumanji. We're a backpack. Backpack, <laughs> backpack power man. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got a couple of trailers. Yes. One of them is so weird. Um, <laughs> Netflix has been developing a Lost in Space reboot for about three years now. Uh, we got a trailer and a release date, April 13th, which I think is a good day to release Lost in Space. The 13th, the unlucky number. I mean, it's probably going to be bad because the trailer was bad. I didn't hate it. I didn't watch if it. I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't know what it was, if I didn't know it was Lost in Space, I would have been like, yes, another another space, mm. you know, mm. going out to discover a new planet thing. Um, it's kind of Martian Chronicle-y. But because I knew what it was, I was like, ah. Oh. It's a little bit Martian Chronicle. Yeah, Look, I love that I lo- book. Toby Stevens is a great actor. <clears throat> he was really good in uh, Trevor Nunn's production of Twelfth Night years ago. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good as the villain in uh, the really bad James Bond film Die Another Day. That One was of- fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember any of them aside from Casino Royale. <laughs> well, that, Which yeah, Bond go. was that? <laughs> Uh, it was Pierce Brosnan's last one. One thing about was really bad. Isn't it? Ice is that? Is it the ice? It's the ice one. one. Oh my god! I think one. it's the only one I watched as a kid. Um, yeah. 
And so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's uh, leading this charge and Parker Posey mm-hmm. is playing uh, Dr. Smith. They're, so they've uh, gender-swapped Dr. Smith, uh, Smith and Parker Posey's amazing. She should be doing more stuff. It's a shame yeah. that we haven't seen more of her. But, yeah, I haven't seen the it's trailer. A- That's because I'm not excited about it's it. very because- simple trailer. It's yeah. a pretty show anything. Yeah, it's a good cast. Um, but for me, Lost in Space is a comedy. And this does not seem no, like a comedy. It well, that's what they tried to do with the serious. movie back and in the 90s. It, and that was bad. It was really bad. Um, uh, mm. It was so. the one one of many career blips I think I've for seen uh, the Gary film. Oldman. I have seen the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes for like a horror kind of take in like the final act. It's really weird. Well, that's the beauty of Lost in Space is that it, the idea of being lost in space is terrifying. Mm. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's a comedy. Yeah. Well, it got worse and worse. It got worse and worse. <laughs> uh, it originally said that they tried to be hardcore sci-fi, so they're all in Doesn't the original everyone. couple of seasons, and then they just went, "Oh no, let's just embrace the camp." And so when, when they you went to color, sometimes. it became very camp. They had like you know monk- space monkeys with weird ears <laughs> on and That's all right. any type of weird <laughs> creatures, and everything went to that planet. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But I always got annoyed by the fact they were just marooned on one planet. I always thought it would be great if they could move from one planet to the next, yeah, like, same. trying to find their way home. Yeah. But, I, anyway. But, you know, I mean, April 13th. I feel like something else is out then, but if there isn't, might watch it. I think it's like well, it's the last episodes. Couple, so it's the last couple of uh, shows of the Junior My Little Puppet Show at the Comedy Festival, oh, yeah, so it's bring comedy your kids festival. along for that, yeah. Oh, well. Woo! Also, come see Paul Noodle, PhD candidate, the show I'm doing. So That's come right. see both of our shows. Go somebody about both our shows. Yeah. I'm doing nothing because I'm not funny. You are funny. I bring all funny to this podcast and oh, I've got nothing else left. I've oh, seen I you gotcha. be very funny. Yeah, I never thought about... No, I've never thought about doing a show. Not definitely wouldn't do it with like a stand-up because mm. I'm absolutely not a stand-up comedian. Um, I prefer to sit down. I've got a bad back, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, right? <laughs> that was very funny. Well, Self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah no, um, I'll definitely see some shows. mm, mm. Well, I wouldn't do Heart Awakens in um, comedy. It's more of a fringy show. So yeah. that's why I haven't yeah, done a comedy festival. Yeah, yeah that's true. But hopefully we can mount that again soon. That would be that's a good my show plan. to do again. Yeah. I do want to do it again. And then I plug Note out at the end and be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other trailer we got. Accents. Um, <laughs> the other trailer we got was for Krypton, another one. Uh, what a. The real trailer. Damn mess. And we found out who the kid was who comes from the future. Yeah. Just a kid from the future. Adam Strange. From the future. I think he's an actual comic book character. He is, yeah. yeah. I don't know that much about him. Look, Brainiac yeah. looks good. I'm a huge fan of Brainiac. Yeah, we should have him. more Brainiac in Superman. And, and the it's... fact that they haven't made a movie with Brainiac exactly. in it. Is... Yeah. The design's really cool. Yeah. And it's the proper comic book design as well, which I like. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I might give it one episode. <laughs> but Watch until Brainiac rocks up. Yeah. The one bit that I was like, huh? It's like, when this cape runs out, we're out of time. When this cape is gone, I was like, is it an hourglass? <laughs> yeah. Is it like Wizard of Oz where she flips the hour and goes, you've got this long to live. Like, how's, how's what it do go? you mean? Sorry. You've got... <laughs> yeah, you've got this long to live. <laughs> Annie M, Annie M. Oh, master of accents. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, I'm like Leslie Nope trying to do accents. <laughs> Really. <laughs> I get that reference yeah, now. Yeah, I know you do. I'm so happy um, I get so many Parks and Rec seems, references now. And then the guy's like, uh, we're not alone in the universe. And I'm like, didn't you guys already know that for ages? Yeah. Like, the that fact was that weird. you send your son to Earth knowing there's an Earth. But they haven't sent the son to Earth. No, but they know Earth yeah. exists. It's like two generations before that, I think. I do like But he's Superman, isn't he? No, it's, Zod's. It's, it's Superman's granddad. Your grandson. Yeah. yeah. I like seeing Zod's 
parents in there, though. Zod, yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm. Zod's a baddie, yeah? Zod's, yeah. yeah. Zod was played brilliantly by Terrence Stamp and OK by Michael Shannon. That's right. Uh, yeah. So is Zod, yeah. at this point, from what we get from the trailer, is Zod bad at this point, or...? Um, Nature versus nurture. Pretty rebellious still, I think. Sure, but but he's not like... Okay. Yeah. It's like an origin. Look, I'll give it an episode, but it's most likely going to be rubbish. You're a better man than I am, Gunga Dune. I I also want to note... We'll review the first episode is what I mean. I also want to note that even if Rob or myself had liked the trailer, Sandra was having none of it. On the run sheet, it says, New Krypton trailer, looks like hot garbage, aside from Alien Brainiac finally done right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm been conditioned not to like this trailer. <laughs> God, if I like it, I better not say it, because Sandra will leave the desk and... No, yeah, it's yeah. fine. No, Go ahead. I just really like so when like Sandra it. puts his opinions in the run sheets. Yeah. my favourite. <laughs> oh, I guess we're going with this then. I love it. It's great. This anyway. is how we feel now. Thank you, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> um, keeping with DC, though, Joss Whedon has... He's gone! He's not, he's not been fired. He has left Batgirl, is, of course, what everyone is saying. Um... We're no kind of real surprise. That, yeah. Uh, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise at all. The paradigm has shifted, everybody, and it is now time to uh, hand over responsibility of films like this to people who should run them, and yeah. they are people who do not have penises. <laughs> sure. And especially people who I mean, have not been accused of... That. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Predatory behaviour More so. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really know if I would have... Wanted to back Joss just because when I think Joss Whedon's superheroes, I think Avengers, mm. which I'm it's kind of dated now. So I don't know if I would have wanted him to do Batgirl, but well, the you know, Batgirl Burnside series is incredible. It's a new invention, so it's a shame that they were thinking of putting it into the cinema world, led by uh, Joss Whedon. So to have yeah. to go, no, let's let's start from scratch. Let's get yeah. people involved who, you know, should be involved with this. And so the people that they've been talking about, rumours going around, really exciting idea. Yeah. Um, we do ha- have someone interested uh, in writing it. I think she stepped up on Twitter um, and Warner Brothers probably liked it and everyone's going, they want her in now. Yeah, um, the, the is... poor little intern that runs the Warner Brothers Twitter <laughs> hit like and everyone, uh-oh. Uh, it's Roxanne Gay. She previously wrote uh, the Black Panther World of Wakanda series, which I think wrapped up early last year. She's got history with Black Panther, so I think it would work mm. in terms of she knows superheroes. Definitely. But, and modern superheroes. I mean, really, it's going to be like a writing team of... 30 people, so... True. <laughs> you don't really need to talk it's about the it. the process we go through. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited about the change. I was, you know... I, you know, take the time with it and, you know, do it right mm. with this new Batgirl. Um, sticking with DC, uh, over the weekend, we got some early, I guess, reactions for James Wan's Aquaman, which is out in October, or is it November? The end of the yeah, year. Yeah, it'll be November. If yeah. not, it'll be out in 2019. Like everything else. Like everything else, yeah. Uh, So very, very early test screenings. They probably... They've finished filming, but they haven't... uh, They haven't necessarily finished all the effects. So that will definitely um, affect the people's opinions who watched it. (laughs) But it's been really, really positive so far. Yeah, I read something about, will it change the DC Cinematic Universe? I was like, I hope so. (laughs) Uh, I think it will... Hopefully it continues the change, because there's only one film that changed that. 
And that was one of them. Yeah, right. Mm. So this is they've. I think they've learned from that and going. Oh, okay. But then they did Justice League, and it was like you were step yeah, back. Yeah, but Two Justice League was. Justice League was tied to the whole Zack Snyder beginning and sure. they learnt as they went sure, along. Sure, Even sure. bits of Wonder Woman as well. That's why I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 2, which will be completely devoid of any type of Zack Snyder creative decisions. It'll be Patty Jenkins going, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to completely make the film. So structure, tone, and all that stuff will be more in the hands of Jenkins, who's a genius. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, with and Aquaman as well is a great idea. James Wan's a very good director. Mm. He's got a great eye, and I think he's the right choice to bring this type of film. I think so, yeah. Um, uh, one quote I have is, there's tons of action, but it's also a very emotional movie, oh. which isn't, like, that's no real surprise there. Aqua but, you know. emotion. Aqua. Um, I'm excited, yeah. Um, I'm really... I mean, James Wan hasn't done anything like Aquaman before. He's done a lot... Like, he's done super serious horror and super stupid action films. Yeah. So this is going to be somewhere in the middle, which I'm really excited for. And he's an Aussie. He's yeah. an Aussie. He's got yeah. to bring that mentality. With Momoa in there as well, with his sort of like Islander uh, mentality as well, and what they brought to Aquaman, now's the time to flesh this character out. Yeah. And it's good. We don't want to see the same old, same old, you know, cookie-cutter versions of heroes coming out. Do something different. And if they can make Aquaman, they're making Aquaman into a movie. (laughs) Can we just reflect on the reality of that? It is actually going to be released this year, and we're going to see it. What if it's actually good as well? That is remarkable. That will be a miracle. That's like, you know, almost the rapture is going to come after that. Frogs are going to fall from the sky. Yeah. Oh, dear. Plagues on your house. Yeah, this is the era where you can balls up a Justice League film, but make an incredible Aquaman movie. This is the world we are living in. <laughs> exactly. Just hope that happens. What a world. Yeah. What a world. What a world. Ah, I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> I had a dream last night. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. That we were... <laughs> We were, we were recording, and then I said a swear word on, and then while we were trying to fix the swear word, we had dead air, and it was like awful. Anyway, in that dream, we we're talking about Aquaman, yeah. oh. but I hadn't seen the run sheet yet, so that was a premonition. Interesting. And I sung uh, "Part of Your World" from Little Mermaid, and I sung it very well. But I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> I just burst into I song mid. Go where the exactly. Are. Um, so yeah, oh, just dear. a little side note. That's I was great. Uh, Ariel, but Ariel was part of uh, Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ariel is in Atlantis. Oh, true. Hmm? No, yeah. she's not. Yeah, the Underground Kingdom's Atlantis. Is it? I is never, it? I never got that. The Disney version or like any any city under under the water is Atlantis, isn't it? Oh, um, okay. King Titan's different. <laughs> yeah, he, King Titan's the king of Atlantis. Of course. <laughs> anyway, I was I was the princess of Atlantis, and I sung and I sung. Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? And we're oh. at a, a banquet of food. We went in the grotto. Bad. What do you call it? Street. And then I burst through the water on the rock at the end. It was, oh, yeah. Anyway, it must have been a premonitious dream because I didn't know we were going to be talking about Aquaman. You could be the hipster Ariel because like, with the, the glasses. That, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. That's me, definitely. Me anyway, this little... Sidestep into That's what I've been consuming. Cheese your... before bed and having weird dreams. <laughs> serves you right. What type of cheese? Runny cheese? No, just normal cheddar. Um, oh, okay. Oh, that serves you. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Maybe get some Jarlsberg. Uh, dear. <laughs> uh, let's jump over to Marvel news then. Yes, please. Sony, uh, on top of Venom, they were making a silver and black. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. The Silver Sable uh, Black Cat film. Yes. Gina Bryce Dyfwood was uh, hired to direct it. 
Um, but it was just announced that production on it has been delayed indefinitely. Uh-huh. Uh, the official statement from Gina is that they are still working on the script, so that's yeah. probably a good thing. The actual reason is the Venom trailer got a really bad reaction, so they're probably going, maybe people, you know, again, they've taken the wrong lesson <laughs> from the fact that the trailer was bad. It's not because people so don't want bad. Venom, it's because the trailer didn't show Venom. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone, well, maybe people don't want this film either. Uh, it's the one that everyone was looking forward to. They weren't looking forward to Venom, but they're looking forward to this one. We'll S- delay it. So. Sony have just, yeah, you know, they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, Tough no. words. Though. I put it out there. Mm-hmm. It's out That's what people listen for. They don't want to listen to cookie cutter, plain Jane, Marsha Hines sitting on the fence. Oh, everything's lovely. They want opinions, Jen. Opinions. I'm not excited about Venom. I know you two are, so. I uh, liked the trailer. I'm interested in seeing it. Yeah. yeah you guys are weird. It's different. Uh, the other one, which we didn't mention last episode, was that, uh, Tim Miller, director of Deadpool, uh, and the upcoming Terminator film, which we'll talk about next, uh, he teased a new X-Men film. Uh-huh. All he put out was a number, <laughs> and the number was the first appearance of Kitty Pride. I think, so everyone's oh, going, it's yeah. a Kitty Pride film. Um, and Ellen Page has come out and said, I want to be in this. <laughs> so, That's I nice, I want to be Alan. in a film with a good director, a good writer. Yeah. It's interesting that he's sticking with X-Men. I thought he would be gone after um, he got... Well, he left Deadpool 2. But Goes where the money is, Sandro. Mm, exactly. He's just human. Do you want to see a Kitty Pride film? Kitty Pride would be great. Kitty Pride is a really good character, and she hasn't really been shown in the way that she should be. Much like Cyclops, the film versions of Kitty Pride, <laughs> Cyclops, even Rogue to an extent, mm. they're going, you've barely scraped the surface of how awesome these characters are. Um, is Kitty so- Pride the one that can, like, Dis- like she phase, wa- yeah, yeah. fade, and yeah. in the original like Homer into a bush, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, cool. And in the original uh, Days of Future Past, she's the one who goes back in time to okay. save everything. Not What's mm, with that? Me. Everyone's going back in time to save things. Yeah, Men in Black Three, Krypton, Terminator. That's it. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm sorry. I'm, pu- I'm putting it out there. I'm over these back in time to save things. Let the people of the time save it themselves. Well done. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why I just got really angry. That's good. I like it. You have opinions. You're allowed to share them. Thank you, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I'm just a bit over that. I I reckon the Kitty Pride film would be cool. I'm not a big Alan Page fan. I think I've said that before. She rubs me up the wrong way. Um, But sure, she's played it before, so... Yeah, and yeah. I th- yeah, but again, she's played it, but she's played a very you know diluted version. So yeah. it'd be good to get the pure um, Kitty Pride. And there's a point where Kitty Pride has like a pet dragon, cool, or a pet uh, Wood Watch. What is it? Pet? I think it's Moon Girl, isn't it? Oh, it's a cat. It's a cat. Yeah, she definitely Kitty has, Pride. There's definitely a cat somewhere <laughs> in there. Uh, the <laughs> other project Tim Miller is working on is Terminator Six. Sure. Rumours are it's shooting in May, which is crazy, and Linda Hamilton's back for it. Yes, she is. That's been around for a while, that rumour. I'm going to take a guess and say someone's going to go back in time. (laughs) His name may be John. And or a bit a of a surname, Connor. Connor. Uh, Did anyone see Genesis? Did you see Genesis? No. I enjoyed parts of it. The start and the end. Um, <laughs> Not the start, because I'm going, oh, God, I've got to endure two hours of this. <laughs> How's Matt Smith in it? Yeah, no. Not good. Yeah. He's probably the How's worst part Amelia of it. How's Amelia Clark in it? Pretty good. I yeah. like to Yeah, remember. I remember you saying. It's got Jai Courtney as well, who's... Oh, yeah, he's bad. awful. He's yeah. horrible. And 
And Arnie was not very good either. And but... the actor who plays John Connor, <gasps> I like, but I don't like what they did with John Connor in this. Yeah, they gave away the whole in the, the whole twist in the trailer. Oh, no. Um, well, we got a synopsis for Terminator Six. If you're right. interested, I, I am. am actually. I am. Yeah. All right. So, read it to us, Uncle Sandro. Danny Ramos is a young woman in her early twenties from Mexico. She was brought up in a working-class neighbourhood, is independent, and believes strongly in family. She's more street smart than book smart, and is I a woman... I hate that term. I'm both. <laughs> Just putting it out there. And a woman who both. always manages... on the street. Um, yeah, exactly. To find a ray of light, even in the darkest of circumstances. And a dinosaur shows up. That's the synopsis. It's not really a synopsis, it's like a character piece. Yeah, it's literally a character um, study. That's a smart move. Instead of just going straight into, you know, it's the apocalypse, Uh, the machines have rose, and they've gone, oh, let's do a different angle. Go, oh, they're being so different and interesting. Give me the same angle. Yeah. It's Terminator, Mm. just give me the same thing. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a robot from the future coming back to kill people. Yeah, and we have to kill no, that I robot that. before it kills the person exactly. who should not be killed because they save people from being killed. Tiny uh, wimey, wibbly wobbly. I mean, the first one's good. The second one's pretty good as well. I like the first two. Yeah, but I wasn't a massive Terminator fan when I was a kid. <laughs> I loved um, it. I went schmear. Um, I, I may lo- have cried I when lo- he's in the, going into the lava. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got really no. affected by that as a child. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think that's where James Cameron gets way over the top. Um, I think the perfect James Cameron film is Aliens. It's no, I think per- no. I'd say the perfect one's Terminator because with like Aliens, Aliens, it's oh, the just, first one. Yeah, first Terminator. Okay, because like with Aliens, I it's just it's so overblown, <laughs> and I there's some good stuff in there, but like, like I don't like the mother, like as an idea. Them going, it was really scary in the first one. Heaps of more of them, and oh look, there's a massive one now. <laughs> it's like okay, you took a horror franchise you know, you know and made it, it a fine action franchise. You know what makes it better? Bigger. Um, I do like in Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. The only good thing is at the end they actually destroy the world. The ending's great. Yeah, it was good. And they're going, that's awesome. Ballsy. Mm-hmm. They don't stop it, and John kind of has to step up. And the good thing about Salvation, I look, look is when it ends. Yeah. <laughs> and you get I was watching it and I went, look, it's not as bad as it is, but I'm afraid to go back and watch it because I know it'll be horrible because McGee is a horrible director. I think I rewatched it before Genesis and I couldn't finish it. And Christian Bale being all gruff is not good. And yeah. if if the best part of your film is Sam Worthington, you know you're in a bad <laughs> oh, place. Ouch. Exactly. It's like it's like Troy. The yeah. only good thing about Troy is Eric Banner. You know it's a bad film when Eric uh, Banner's the best thing in your film. That's true. Oh yeah, I put um, it out there. I mean, yeah. He's been some things, but yeah, you're right there. But like like the Sarah Connor Chronicles is great. Yeah. But I watched it when I was like twelve. I never saw that. I do want to see. So I was twenty two. Twenty two. And I was seventy four. <laughs> um, I want to see it because it's got Shirley Manson in it, and I yeah. know she'll be a bad actress, but I do want to see it because she's from garbage and she's a goddess. True. Who's um River from Fireflies in it? Yes, yeah, she That's is. She comes she's in. great. Yeah. She's and really good. Yeah, Sarah Connor is um. Uh, Lena Headey. Lena yeah. Headey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I dreamed about Game of Thrones last night, too. Ooh. We- this is weird. I think I've got a bit of medium in me. Yeah. 
Oh, you were in it. Okay. I was in it. I was ah. in the Game of Thrones. And I was you were in, it. in the Game of Thrones. I was in it and I referenced it at the same time. I was like, in the Game of Thrones, you sit or you stand. <laughs> you win or you stand. And then I looked <laughs> over and Cersei was over the, around the corner. We were doing still <laughs> I was like, why am I <laughs> referencing up. the show that I'm in? Anyway. That is great. I'm just going to keep mentioning when something we talk about You're was in my dream last sure. night. Did you dream about James Bond? No. Good, because that would be... That would be weird. Oh, that would have been a weird segue. That wasn't a good segue. That's really interesting. Are you going to talk about Bond? Yeah. This so is really interesting. Bond 25 is happening. They want to make it a big deal. So they approached Dennis Villeneuve first. He turned him down because he's doing... Uh, no, he's not directing he's June, so Yeah, that's right. Yeah, June. <sighs> they then yeah. approached Christopher Nolan, but he said, I'm not the right choice for this. Like, he made not- like, like a tweet about it. It was really cool. I don't do what other people say. I do my own thing. Uh, but Danny Boyle... Is interested in doing. I like it. Danny Boyle. And they, wo- he actually worked with um, uh, Daniel Craig on the opening of the London Olympics, where yep. they had Bond going <laughs> and did that beautiful scene with the Queen. That was great. Um, and what I found really interesting about this, sorry, I'm stealing your thunder. No, no is that ahead. they already had a synopsis worked out by their original <laughs> right. go-to. You know, the broccoli boys have got, oh, and w- the broccoli lady have got their writers that have done most of the writing for everything else. And so they've got a plan. And then they went, actually, let's go for Danny Boyle. And mm. Boyle went, well, I've got an idea and I'm a writer, writer as well. So they're letting him go off and develop a synopsis. Wow. They're putting the main script on hold. Yeah. And Danny Boyle will only direct it if it's his script. Exactly. I think uh, his train spotting co writer is helping out on it as well. So they're so. off developing it now. They're going to. Come into the Imagine having that kind of power where they're like, you know what? Yeah, let's see what you can come up with. Yeah. Make, make train spotting and Slumdog Millionaire. You can do whatever you want. I really want to see that. I do too. I think it's an amazing change. Yeah. Um, for Daniel Craig's last one as well, it would be a good because I know he doesn't want to do this. No, he I mean, doesn't. he hasn't wanted to do any of them since Quantum of Solace. So uh, it would be cool to see. Yeah, because I thought be a that Spectre should have been his last because it has him driving off with the girl. Into but the then distance. his contract gives says he has to do. Yeah, more. but then yeah. also people saying there's still things that need to be resolved. I'm going okay, um, cool. I mean, Skyfall yeah. kind of resolved everything. So Skyfall. Every time I sing a Bond song, it has to be like Shelley Bassey. You turned yeah, you turned the Bond theme from which uh, I love Adele into Shelley Bassey. Exactly. Everything <laughs> should be Shelley Bassey. Diamonds okay. are forever. Do do die another day. Like die another day. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big spend oh, no, that's actually one of her songs. Oh my god, it's that's a, brilliant. from Little Britain. No, Matt Lucas does a anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, he just um, sings that that <laughs> yeah. theme. I love Skyfall. Skyfall's really good. I really don't grim. remember it. Really, well, I remember it says a house. I'm, I'm really bad with the Bond films. I I like... only remember by the ending. Yeah, like same. The, the big like shootout so like they go to his childhood home yeah yeah. The they actually go to Skyfall and yeah. in, Sco- in the Scottish Judy Highlands Dench does things yeah I remember the villain as well being yeah that was um, that was Javier Bardem Javier Bardem yeah. Yeah. he and quoted I was saying directors just don't ever want him to get laid again because they keep giving him bad haircuts in all his films <laughs> <laughs> the bit where he takes the mouth plate out yeah, and the whole and side of his face slips, shrinks yeah. Mm, that's right yeah. um, that was a good film I should rewatch it it is yeah it's it's and puts everything back to the way it is yeah Oh, I mean, I liked the new version that they set up with Casino, but it was cool to see yeah. go back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quantum of Solace was terrible. Well, Quantum and of Solace Spectre isn't a Bond was, film. Did Skyfall was... open with the Dia de los Muertos? No, that was Spectre. That no. was Spectre. Man. Yeah, that's right. Spectre's weird as well. 
Um, Spectre it's right. is, is an 80s Bond Spectre yeah. is... Um, homage. Uh, yeah, Blofeld. Blofeld, yeah. yeah played okay. by, were, by Christoph Waltz. Mm. Who I love. Mm. He was Waltz. good. I just yeah. like the Bond film. I find them really fun. Yeah. Um, I don't really think too much like about them. them. Yeah. But yeah, if Danny Boyd directs 25, that would be incredible. Yeah, I think so. That would be really good. So, yeah, cool number Broccoli, to direct as well. That, yeah, hope Broccoli century. take a risk. Take mm. a risk and go, yeah, let's let <clears> Boyd do it. Um, finally... Oh, this one's my favourite bit of news. In so weird, unnecessary, but I just love it. So, Sharknado is a movie franchise I've been following for a while. Well, franchise. I've only seen the first one recently. Yeah. They're all really good, actually. I enjoy them all. They're so dumb. Uh, So, they're making six. It's coming out in June, and they have just released a little synopsis that I'm going to read for you right now. Please. All is lost. Or is it? The sharks aren't lost. There's lots of them. Yeah. Um, Finn unlocks the time traveling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to comment through this. <laughs> I love his name's Finn. Um, he unlocks the time traveling power of the Sharknados in order to save the world and resurrect his family. In his quest, goes back in Finn time. Will fight Nazis, fruitcake, dinosaurs, knights. And even takes a ride on Noah's Ark. This time, it's not how to stop the Sharknados; it's when. <laughs> it's so good. Someone goes back in time to save and resurrect his family. Why would he go back in time to resurrect his family? Wouldn't he go <laughs> forward in time to resurrect his family? Because if you go back, you could just save them, and then they never died. So you're I resurrecting think, them. I think that's what it means. My head hurts. Wibbly wobbly. Um, I always wondered. I had a really <laughs> dumb thought just now, like. Yeah, how did they get the sharks and all the fish on Noah's Ark? And I'm like, it was a flood. They just swam it out. They just swam it out. Yeah, they didn't need to have, <laughs> need to have little fish tanks going, come on, jump in, boys. So, like, just, God just prefers water creatures. Apparently. It seems. That's yeah. such a great synopsis. I mean, I'm, can we do a Sharknado 6 episode? Yeah. Oh, wait, I've got a shark. Although you're probably going to need to watch some of the other ones. Yeah, I haven't seen any Sharknado films. Five ended on a cliffhanger. I what could, love sharks. What could they call it? Like, maybe replace the S with a six. Sharknado 6. S- mm, I'll, I'll give you some titles next week. Okay. I'm going to think on it. Yeah. Do keep in if mind, it was Sandra, the fourth be, one was dies. called The Fourth Awakens. Are you joking? So, no. I don't have enough time in the week to th- waste on it, so whatever you guys come up with, I'll oh, be here to judge Oh, Rob's you. too busy to think of funny names. Yeah, that's right. That's right, I'm putting it out there. What are you going to do about Jen? <laughs> Turn off your mic. <gasps> your cough button's right where I can touch it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to swear. Uh, I just come up with double entendres. <laughs> unexpected double entendres. All right, entendres. leave it with me. I will. All right, that's your um, mission. Maybe we'll put that on the Facebook page. Yeah, good idea. Let's get people to get people interacting to interact, and uh, we'll read them out on air. There you what go. What do you want the title of Sharknado Six to be? Yep. That's great. Give me your best punt. Give me your best shark punt. Oh, a whole punt. I love sharks. (laughs) Shark Week, if we had it in Australia, would watch. Does Sharknado come out on Shark Week? Have you seen the other shark movies? So, Jaws? Yeah. I, until about two years ago, was so scared of sharks, like terrified, like mortal fear of sharks, which we should all have because they're terrifying. Mm. Um, Couldn't watch a film. Couldn't see a shark picture. What was the first shark film you watched? Jaws. Yeah. Oh mm. no! Actually, I was late to the party. I no. saw oh, no. <laughs> deep, uh, deep, deep blue, blue sea. sea, and that scared me. <laughs> oh, oh man! The famous uh, smart sharks. Samuel Jackson moment. Um, any like water teeth? Water teeth? 
So crocodiles, <laughs> sharks, anything with teeth. What a teeth. Crocodiles I still can't do. Like I can't yeah. see Lake Placid. Yeah. Um, I don't I do well with crocodiles. Placid. Sharks, I've turned my fear into love. Okay, cool. I still wouldn't go near a shark cage or swim with them. Mm. So have you seen all the Jaws films? Yes. Oh. Have you seen... The best one is when they follow them to Hawaii. Like, yeah. The shark follows them. <laughs> love that. I Jaws think... 4, Jaws the Revenge is the most criticised film of all time. You can watch Tony Martin's review of it on yep. YouTube. You can watch Richard Jennings, one of my favourite stand-ups. I just stand-ups sharks in real life. Yeah, I think sharks in real life are awesome. Shark. Like, two years yeah. ago, I would have been like, kill them all. Mm-hmm. Kill them all. Now I'm like, save the sharks. It's not their fault. That have you, you seen like the Doctor Who Christmas special with uh, sharks flying in space? Yeah. Like, Christmas I don't... Character. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. I don't um, consume every shark thing ever invented, but I do like but, them. Yeah, no, well, most of them are pretty bad. So have I have a really them? sweet, like, you know, those old, like, um, T-shirts you would get in Queensland that right. are, like, sharks, and it's kind of like watercolour... Touristy. I've got one of them. What was the Blake the Lively film with the shark? Oh, The Shallows. I haven't shallows. seen that yet. That was not good. And 42 Below. The Shallows is essentially like a shark version of Cujo, right? Like, yeah, basically. Like yeah. One person yeah. versus... Yeah. And that other one was when they're down in the, the diving cage. And yeah, and that's many more. And that is like terrifying. But apparently that all the girls right. ever talk about is just like their boyfriends. Oh, they're going... Oh, okay. Nah. There's a shark. There's talk a about shark. Talk about the shark. I'm going to talk about the... But yeah, anytime there's like a scene where someone falls in the water, it can be a lake where there's no sharks. So I'm like, there's going to be a shark. There'll be a shark or a crocodile. That stick you're standing on is a crocodile. Like, it's just like... <laughs> crocodile stick. Everywhere, man. Um, so yeah. That's what Sharknado Let's 6 should be called. Let's fuel my fear. Crocodile stick. <laughs> Sharknado 6. Crocodiles When I was in, I was in Orlando last year, one of my favorite snacks to have when I was out at... Um, crocodile uh, meat? It was gator. It's good. I had fried gator. Crocodile is really nice. Mm. I haven't tried it. It's a bit tough. Have been. You can get jerky made of crocodile. Really? Yeah, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Woolies have it. Really? Shout out to Woolies. Gotta check, for that out. <laughs> Gotta check that out. Anyway, Sharknado 6, tell us your predictions. Sure. Yeah, Predictions. And we'll no. watch it. Pres- we'll have a studio and... movie night watching all studio six of them. Studio movie night, studio movie night. Six is a good number, too. Wow. Yeah. It's my favourite number. They should probably end there, I think. Wow. Six is your favourite number. Sandra, I'd be happy for them to keep going. Yeah, it'd be fine, wouldn't it? No, okay, speed, all right, I'm ready for speed all round. Right, speed speed round. round. Number one, it's it's not out yet. The, the sequel isn't out yet, but Jurassic World 3's got a release date 2021. So. I read that this morning and went, what? It's coming out this year. Three. My God. Number two's coming out 2021, this year. 2021, that's, that's, that's three years away. Yeah. It's about the same. I it's will be over 30 then. I'll be 22. Joining you, Rob. You'll be 20, your baby. I'm, I'm You'll be of, like Taylor Swift. I'm out of my 30s soon. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Please have a big party. Yeah, we are having a big party. Yeah. You Wait. guys are invited. Ooh. Yeah. Caitlin's booked the venue. It's going to be uh, end of April. Next oh, that's 40. soon. I'm 40 this year. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. Wow. I kind of wish I was 30 this year and you were 40 this year. That would be nice. That would be cool. Anyway. Oh, and then I'm 20 as well. Oh, that would have been great. And we're, and we're going to go three, freak out his young friends. That's going to be going hang out in the corner going, hello. <laughs> Care to talk about uh, something that happened when I was a child back in oh. the 80s? I fit in with the youngies, man. I rip up a dance floor. You just use the word youngies, okay? You just <laughs> the millennials. I'm a, we're <laughs> technically, I'm a millennial. Technically, yeah. All right, next. I've embraced the fact. Uh, great speed round. Duncan Jones, director. Did we say anything about whether we liked the idea of Jurassic Park 3 coming out at this date? We just uh, we're um, just like, eh. We just went. Whatever. Yeah, shman. Okay, yeah. next one. We'll have to wait for two. Uh, Duncan Jones, you Love know you. him. He directed Moon. He's doing Mute. He also did Warcraft. Uh, and he is, is the son, son of, of Mr. David Bowie. That's right. R.I.P. He is... My star man. Uh, 
very, very, very much interested in doing an adaptation of 2000 AD, also known as Judge Dredd. So, yeah, Judge Dredd. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah. Right? They've big done two Dredd. versions. It was there's the Stallone and then Kirby. And there's a big shootout. Yeah, that's Dread. That's yeah, Dread. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. that was the remake with Carl Urban. That Interesting. Made. Okay, yeah. I think they do that well. Highly, re- highly regarded by Dread fans. Yeah, it's really. Instead good. of making it's it like good. let's make a massive world thing, they went no, let's turn the raid. I had to turn that. it off because it was too full on. For it me. was very. That's violent. right. I had to stop it. I was like, I'm not in yeah. the mood. Mm. It was. But yeah, good. Was otherwise, pretty good. Um, I think they were doing a TV continuation of that, but maybe that was put on hold. So I don't know. But yeah, I was like, that'd be fine. Yeah, 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 she plays the villain. Badass. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Chastain is currently in talks to play the adult Beverly Marsh, in yeah. It Chapter Two. That'd be cool. Um, I think she was who the original actress wanted to play. When they did interviews, they were like, who do you want to play the adult version of you? And I'm pretty sure she picked Jessica Chastain, so that's cool. That's going to be really cool. exciting with the, the sequel to it, to see which, you know, whether they go big names or, what, like, do they go full star-studded cast to play all the kids, or do they get a couple of, you know, up-and-comers? Do they get a, mm-hmm. you know, an old hand? Do they get a star no. like uh, Chastain? All I know is Seth Green should definitely be in it. <laughs> Because he was in the TV show, so it'd be he cool was. to see him oh, as, um, as an adult. adult. Um, was he? Ki- Beep, was he Beep, one of the Richie? kids? Richie. He was the original <laughs> Beep Richie. That's Seth Green. Wait, in the Richie Tosa. in the eighties one? Yeah, yeah, nineties. <laughs> yeah, he was the original. Your joke. Yeah, Seth, Seth Green. Green. Oh, Seth Green. Who are you thinking? Seth, Seth? Rogen. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, he Seth should Rogen's be the adult. Big break. Yeah, he Seth be, Rogen's big break. He should be old Richie. Cool. I'm all for that. Well. No, but the kid they got the they got the lead kid they got Finn from yeah. um, Finn Wolf. Uh, Wolf. Stranger Wolf. Things to play uh, Richie in the new man. So yeah, he can some. play old Richie. Mm. Your hair doesn't die. go from black to die. red. Yeah, I die. Don't think Seth so. Green can dye his hair. He want you want Seth Green to die. His hair. <laughs> well, this is episode. Uh, this <laughs> is speed round. Bring it on. <laughs> the Joker standalone is going to start in May. Oh, my God. I thought I was the one that was going to struggle with swearing. There we go. You're... What? Considering your job, you should be very good at not swearing. It's the weekend. Oh, true. <laughs> sure. Teachers go off All on the All the F-bombs weekend. drop out when soon as Friday um, 3.30 comes around. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. We're getting a Sonic movie in don't 2019. Care. Don't care. Don't care. Uh, this is hilarious. So, the Andy Circus. Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli Mowgli film, which is out in October. Wait, just had a Jungle Book. Yeah, I know. It has been rated PG-13, though, which is M here for bloody images. Oh, well, I guess Shere Khan. Sure. That sounds like a warning warning from Alf from Home and Away. What's what's in this film? Bloody images. (laughs) Yeah, bloody images. (laughs) Um, Oh, fine. Yeah, whatever. There are the jungles. There's going to be some Jess. There's going to be a book. Jungle out there. Yeah. And finally... Following on from last week, uh, Paul King, who did Paddington and Cute. is going to do the Wonka film. He's definitely That's doing right, it. the Wonka film. Uh, he is now been enlisted by Disney to do their live-action Pinocchio. Oh, he's been so, a... Okay. Pinocchio film, yeah. I'd be up Why for a new, another Pinocchio film. Why are Disney um, taking... I hope they make it weird, like the island where he turns into a donkey and the dude yeah, is like, enslaving in the them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want that. In yeah. Stromboli. I think a live action Pinocchio would work. It'll work more than 
whatever Dumbo's going to be. Because Pinocchio is kind of like Alice in Wonderland. It's not like a story. It's like a, a series of mini adventures that Pinocchio goes on. Yeah. Yeah. To get home. I mean, just like the, the Jungle Book, really. And they turn that into mm-hmm, a p- pretty mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. I need to see that story. Thing. Just like um, Sword and Stone as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. knobs and broomsticks. We're getting a wrinkle in time soon, so I'm going to see that. Mm-hmm. See where they go from there. Well, good luck to him. <laughs> exactly. We've just gone really quiet. We're on a come down now. I think I think it's because I swore. I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, you just like we're all very serious now. We're very serious. Anyway, that is all of the news. Beautiful. Feels so horrible doing it on my own. Thank you. Yeah, that's why I let you. One thing about this studio is the keyboard is very far away from me, so I've got to kind of lean over away from the mic. So, uh, yeah, that's first world problems, right? So thanks for covering for, uh, for me right there. Oh, my pleasure. That's what I'm here to do. All right, main review. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm are you ready. ready? We are talking about Star Trek Discovery Chapter 2, also known as Season 1 Part 2. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Chapter 1 a couple episodes back, which is why I think non-spoilers is going to be fairly short. Mm. Mm. So if you do want to know our opinions on the show without any spoilers, just check that episode out, I'd say. Um, it was like eight episodes ago, maybe? It was a little while ago. Yeah. Have I been here for eight? It was last year. I guess for non-spoilers, should we do non-spoilers for the whole season or no spoilers for part two? I think... We're reviewing part two. Yeah. So let's just um, do non-spoilers at the start and then we'll go into spoilers from all the seasons. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a good idea. Um, all the seasons. It's all only the seasons. So, chapter one was nine episodes. This is only six. Yes. yes. So, it kicks off right where chapter one left off. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Um, take, you know, when they're, they're lost, they don't know where they are, kind of takes them to new worlds, <laughs> new scenarios. Look at Sandra try and be non-spoilery. It's gorgeous. And it's really difficult sometimes, yeah. though. Good on you for remembering, because I would have straight up spoiled it. The main point of this season mm. is to resolve a lot of character <laughs> issues. There's a lot of character questions about um, uh, about Lorca, about um, Tyler, yeah, yeah, um, about. I need to get IMDb up because the yeah. names. Um, all the all the all the cast secrets are revealed by the end of this season. Really, yeah. I think is a uh, non-spoiler way of putting it. We have some character development. We see a lot more of Tilly. Um, a lot more of Tilly, which was. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm into that. Uh, Burnham deals with a lot of her issues, and I think at the end of the season, she's a lot stronger. She's resolved mm. her... Um, because of the position that they're put in, she has to resolve a lot of her issues with people in her past, and mm. she deals with it well. I have feelings about Michael Burnham. Mm, me okay. too. Let's do just general outline. Yeah. I think it's, probably, it's what we normally do for movie oh, reviews. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, Sandro, what was your initial reactions? To part two? But to part two. I... Loved it start to finish. Adored every moment. I was on the, like, I'm not usually when watching a TV show, but I was kind of forced to pay the most attention. I try not to go on my phone when I'm mm. watching TV because um, uh, I just find that really annoying. But for this, I was forced to not even pat my cat. I just had, to, I was just watching it. He oh didn't goodness. even just know. I find it quite telling if I am suddenly looking at my phone because mm. it means I'm, they're not capturing my attention. Yeah. Um. It's not usually a conscious decision. It's oh. like, oh, I'm looking at my phone. Oh, well, mm. clearly I'm not invested in this enough. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was really well contained. And as you said, uh, a lot um, uh, character moments were a lot larger in this, mm. uh, which was good for some. For others, it made them feel like background characters because they weren't really in there much. And it yep. did feel like it was a, a twist in episode. 
uh, for a while, which is why I couldn't have watched this week to week. I don't know how anyone yeah, right. could have. Um, so I'm glad that I binged it. But yeah, no, really I enjoyed think, this. Like, the first half, half seemed to have co- to cover a few weeks mm. in time. This felt like it covered two days, maybe yeah. three mm. days. And I think for me, that was the hardest part because not a lot was going on. It was more character driven. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and sometimes that works for me. Usually it doesn't. And what was your opinion? What was your initial I loved reaction? it to start with. So Sandro messaged me the other day, and he was like, just watched the first episode, loving it. And I was like, I'd be interested to see what you think. And he goes, uh-oh. I'm like, no, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just like, when someone goes, I'm interested to see what you think, you know that they hated it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Um, the first half of the second half, so the first yeah. few episodes, <laughs> I was super invested in it because um, it was continuing on from what had happened. And then I just kind of lost interest. Mm. Okay. I found, mm. I'm trying not to spoil I found Michael really started to grate on yep. me. She got mm. very serious and she made the same facial expression a lot, which was this like one eyebrow like <laughs> look yeah. with no lines. She didn't have a lot of lines half the time and mm. she had to say everything in a look, which is hard to do. And she did it, but it was the same. I just, I got sick of seeing that face. Uh, <laughs> um, I felt... I don't know. Like, it just felt really... And I know you said this last time, Rob, that it, got, it was too serious. Mm. And I was like, that's fine. That's what we want in Star Trek. But it, borderline, it got borderline grim. Mm. Like, it, it, was a, it was very dark, which is fine. But I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of lost interest. Interesting. I came back around at the end. Yeah. When things were kind of wrapping up. How... Um, like, what format did you watch it in? Like, weekly or...? Um, I watched it um, probably two episodes a night. Okay. For over a week or yeah. so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it got to the point where we'd sit down and we'd put Netflix on, or Stan, whatever it was, Netflix, um, and I'd be like, can we watch something else? Men yeah. in Black 3, for example. I just didn't want to have to concentrate. I found yeah. I really had to concentrate okay. to follow. Yeah. There was a lot of technical stuff that was mentioned and that I didn't follow, and then so later on I went, hang on, how did that work? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I still really liked It's weird. It sounds like I hated it. I still really liked it. And I'd probably like to go back and watch it from the start all the mm. way through again. Mm. Um, and I kind of feel like I probably should have watched a, the last couple of episodes of the first half first. Yeah, I, I did find myself going back to the Wikipedia page to kind yep. of like remind myself of what actually to, happened. Yeah, I needed to remind myself that. And yeah, I just think I was I just, I thought maybe, I can't spoil, I thought maybe they would go along this timeline for a couple of episodes and then they would get out of that situation and continue on with what they were doing but that didn't happen until the last episode yeah two sure. episodes i don't know i just found it hard to get through mm. okay. and that that could just be how my mind how my headspace was at the time mm. um because until then i was really enjoying the fact that it was very serious and quite dark mm. um but yeah some of the characters just got on my nerves mainly michael burnham yeah um whereas tilly came through and I love Tilly, and I think she was awesome, and I'm so glad to see her more. Tyler, again, kind of got on my nerves. Yeah. Their whole yeah. thing got oh, on my nerves. Yeah. The, some scenes I was like, I've tuned out because it's just like heavy mm. emotional stuff, and I was like, get okay. over yourselves. Yeah. I was like, pretty much towards the end, I just thought, Michael, get over yourself. Yeah, really. Anyway, I still I still enjoyed it, um, but nowhere near as much as I enjoyed the first half. Mm. Interesting. Sorry, Sandro. <laughs> Because I was the one that was so optimistic about it. I yeah. Was like, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. And then I just hate when that happens. Yeah. I just, I felt the show. <laughs> We're it's, all very, like, uh, flustered over just, here. 
I got really frustrated. I got really annoyed with it because it in the the post Game of Thrones era, everyone's trying to jump on that bandwagon and they're trying to cram the style of a show into a format that just doesn't suit it. What we love about Star Trek, I guess in my mind, is it's a little bit dorky. It's a little bit dumb, it's a little bit silly, but you can there's an optimism and a hope and a direction there no matter how dark a lot it gets, of people have been mentioning the hope yeah but no matter how much hope mm. no matter how dark it gets there's always this shining light of hope um and i kind of got it back near the end which kind of yeah. helped me a bit i'm there going Same. that's what we want to see that's what we need mm-hmm. in star trek that's what star trek is um, there was a lot of death mm. not just like not yeah. necessarily main characters just a lot of people like on screen, killed. Yeah. yeah. Very bloody. Or talking about it as well. Like, yeah. there's a certain moment at the, where they're talking about his 8,000, you know, 800,000 people were on that place and now they're all gone and you're going. And you get a moment to reflect on that and then it's like back to it. Um, and like, I get that a lot of that was because of the situation they found themselves in at the end of the first half and the place that they were in mm. was. You know, that was... Yeah. Try not to spoil so hard. <laughs> um, it, that was that kind of place. But I just was kind of like, I'm done seeing people be killed in me awful too. ways. It got way okay. too much Because it's trying to make me feel something, and I was like, but I don't care. It's like it's like in, in the first half of the season, they had that episode, which I really loved, the, the Groundhog Day episode with yeah. Mud. And it got yeah. really grim. Oh, yeah, like, people were being killed all the time, and then you got to the point it where wasn't it was real. Where it's so yeah, extreme, yeah. you got Lorca being <clears throat> killed in multiple different ways, and then at the end, it was resolved, and then the hope came back. Star Trek is always that hope line. That wouldn't work, though. Like, yes, the it episodic. Could. It, is, it has worked the for The first so, half was a, bit, a lot more episodic, it, and I think that's why I preferred it. Yeah, I, no, I don't think episodic would have worked at all in today's... Because, like, you, you think episodic, you think shows like The Flash, and then you immediately think, oh, really low production quality. <laughs> um, for them, I yeah, I don't think that that would have worked at all for Discovery. I think that they could do another Star Trek TV show that has that. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about keeping it episodic. But, I love the fact you can do these arc things. But just the first arc half was don't... a little episodic. It was a little bit. I though. think that's yeah. why I struggled to get through the second half because I was used to being able to sit down and watch an episode and have its own little mini story. It still have its yeah. overarching Whereas these, things. all these six episodes were connected. It was amazing. I really yeah. had to concentrate. And yeah, like... I watched the first four in one night and the final two in mm. one, so that yeah, really helped I'm, me. I'm okay with them tapping, taking steps forward with the narrative structure, and that that's one of the things that annoyed me about Star Trek is that it's so episodic, especially Voyager, when you're there going, mm. everything goes back to normal. what happened to this person? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's no arc in Voyager whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, but yeah, so I like the idea. I'm not complaining about the arc. I'm complaining about the tone. And I like the, the idea that they're trying to push things and find new ways of looking at the Star Trek genre. But it went to the point for me where it lost what Star Trek was in some ways. And I just went, you're taking yourselves way too seriously. And you know what? There wasn't there was well, so- any moments where I had fun in these last six episodes. And I want to have fun. Really? With okay. Star Only Trek. time I had fun was when Tilly was on screen. Mm-hmm. Or she was getting lot- high or something. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun for the first four. There yeah. is the moment that kind of changes after that where it does get a little bit more serious. There's also moments where I was going, like, hang on, how? Like, there was a lot of bits that, again, I was checking Wikipedia and being like, no, that wasn't in the first half. Like, where has this come from? How is this possible that 
this particular character has come this far without any... Like, we'll get into it more with spoilers, but, like, there's a lot of weird consistency holes. There were a couple, yeah. Like, this is... This is what's, this is what's happening. This is why this person's acting this way. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't explain everything. Yeah, and they're going to have to expand the cast because um, Star Trek works on a quite large ensemble cast uh, mentality. But what with this, we've Very got we've got Saru, we've got Michael, we've got Tilly, we've got um, Tyler. And, uh, yeah, Tyler, six people. who's on the, and, and Anthony Rapp's character. I can't. I keep on forgetting. S- uh, S. Uh, Lieutenant Stamets. 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 Yeah. Main. With main Tilly as well. Cast. And Lorca. But yeah. Burnham. But now yeah. at the end of the season, we've got five regulars, and normally you've got about nine or ten on Star Trek, and it f- it felt very, it felt very bare. I'm there going. We're seeing a lot of these featured extras in the background smiling and looking, but we don't care about them. Give me more on that chick them. that's got the ha- one eye that's like mm. half cyborg. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, I really don't like the like the robot character on the bridge. Oh, she Nebula. Annoys, she annoys me. I don't know She's why. Basically, Nebula from Guardians. Okay. Yeah. So there's yeah. just there's just all these featured extras who we don't know or care about we've got too few leads to us to expand it any further i'm just there going we've been yeah. given their life stories shoved down our throat a little bit now mm. give us ah, someone new. i didn't think that was a problem are there plans for another season yes okay. yeah, so it has so been renewed uh, they have to introduce some new characters they would i didn't find it <laughs> annoying that none of the others were expanded on only because again the season was very short and True. snappy i think if they did that there would have been a lot of bad episodes there would have been episodes that you look at and go well that was just filler Filler. whereas there was no filler at all in this first season which Um, i liked the the scenes with michael and tyler when they were just going on and on and on and they're going i would gladly cut that down i think i just got over michael and tyler i just got over it Mm, me too um uh yeah the dialogue was a bit weird but i don't have a problem with it again (laughs) Maybe I'm, I don't know. I just was found myself going without again without spoiling. Um, Michael, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. He's useful. He can help. Use him, please. Mm. Just get over yourself. Like that was me the whole time. My inner monologue was get over yourself. And I love her as a, as an actress. Yeah. And I love her her character, what she, who she is and what she stands for. But mm. I just was found myself. Getting over it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was really impressed with how Saru <clears throat> stepped up. He was like, oh. he, that was a good development for him. So was, humble. Hmm. Yeah, he's good. Um, I think just thinking about Burnham and why I wasn't annoyed, I feel like there was a disconnect between me and any of the characters in the same way that there is when I'm watching Game of Thrones. I don't get attached to any characters. Sure. I'm just like, I'm watching events that have already happened happen. True. Uh Mind um, you, there was a point, um, I think it's in the last episode, she says something to um, her dad. Sarek. Sarek, about she was acting more human. Because in the first half, we see a lot of her kind of fighting with being logical oh, yeah. and being human, and she's very human in this half. And I think maybe that's why I got over it, because <laughs> I was seeing human emotions, and I was like, I don't come to Star Trek for human emotions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Not from a half of someone that's essentially Vulcan. Um, and, then I, and so she said that line, and I went, ah... Uh, she is much more human this this half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like I like kind of robot robot hmm. Michael. Oh, I didn't really like look robot Michael, but I think it was pushed too far as well. So I think when I they think get the happy a nice balance, happy medium. Which That's I why I don't get. look about like yeah. about Zachary Quinto is either full robot mm-hmm. or full rage monster. Mm. I'm going. Just watch Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy could do quite well. The anger, the outrage, the humor, the charm. 
all within this beautiful little nuanced performance. And and um, the guy who's playing uh, Sarek is doing that really yeah, well. And th- yeah. yeah, he's good. Um, it played out like a comic book as well, mm-hmm. uh, in that there were tiny arcs inside arcs and the way it all kind of wrapped up. And that could also be why there was that disconnect with characters, but I didn't really mind because I kind of treated it like a comic book. Okay. Also, I binged it. I, I, yeah, if you watch this weekly, then yes, you can have a negative opinion on it because there is no way that I would have enjoyed it watching it weekly. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, okay, interesting. Should we rate it, get into spoilers? Yes, yeah. please. I think we're, we've been... Oh, see, I still really... It's going to be really hard to rate because I still really, as a, as a show and as a mm. series, I really liked it. <laughs> I, just, I just think, because hearing what I've just said, I'm, you expect me to give it a, a thumbs down. No, I'm not giving it a thumbs but down. But as a... Are we rating it as just a part of a series or the whole series? Let's rate part two part. and then the whole okay. series. So we'll do two ratings. So I I'll gave go with that. part one two thumbs up, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. We, I'd give we part two... It's not a schmear, but it's not... I feel like a thumb up is too much, but I guess one thumb up. Okay. Okay. But I think if I rewatch it, that might change. Like positively I, I or negatively? I think go up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I need to be in a different headspace mm. and watch it again from the start to the end. Yeah. I don't think I'll watch it again. Um, I was very schmear about this season. So, yeah. I don't know what I gave it last time. I think I gave it one star. Yeah, it was one. So, yeah, I'm... I'm I'll, I'll continue watching him when the next season comes sure. out, but I, I don't know if I'll go back yet. It may be something I go back and do, but there's stuff that frustrates me and angers me far too much in this show for me to want to go back and watch it regularly. I think the main reason I'd be going back is to understand some of the complicated, mm. timey-wimey... <laughs> not quite timey-wimey. I say that for anything confusing now. <laughs> but, like, any of the... Um, without spoiling the the network stuff that yeah. I didn't yeah, quite yeah, get. Yeah, I think I need to understand that more to get some of the motivations. Mm. Mm. Um, and that would help with my rating. Um, I don't know what show you watched because this was amazing. I yeah, give it two so thumbs up. because I really loved the first half yeah. and I knew I should be loving this, but I don't know why I yeah. didn't. I cannot mm. tell you why I didn't. Mm. Um, yeah, I, get, I agree with you that, that the Burnham and Tyler relationship was a bit worn... I, I Sandra is not Tyler's even fine. Me. Tyler they, can do more. It was just they, her. I th- like, for me, it was just their relationship. I was like, I'm kind of over it at like near the end. Uh huh. But for the most part, I liked the dialogue. Was not very good. But no. F- for the most, I get but, very like, hung up on bad dialogue. Ugh. The majority of Star Trek dialogue isn't good anyway. Sandra so. isn't even addressing me now. He's just talking to you. He but um, gone. it did give it did give her some more human. Yeah, motivations, but I think it would be better if you watched it as a whole season. I think, like, rather than having the disconnect of part one and part two, it's hard to have to go back and look at Wikipedia all the time and be yeah. like, "Where did this?" It's annoying because there was bits in the last season episode. I was like, "Why is this character acting like this? They already know this. Oh no, they didn't know that because they mm. weren't there." And I was like, "Oh man." Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'd give it two thumbs up for part two. I really enjoyed it, and I love this genre of sci-fi. Without getting into too much spoilers. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did it last season and it was amazing. So it was really cool to see them do it here. And just the way the season was kind of planned out as well. Very Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in that it it takes this is Star Trek, but that wouldn't work now. Let's push it to this. And then they could have just continued with what they set up in part one in this half, but they went, no, we're not lazy. We'll just completely change it change again it, every yeah. four episodes for part two. So uh, I am optimistic that my opinion can change for the positive. Yeah, rewatching it. Um, and season as a whole, 
What would you give the whole season? Well, I can't give it two thumbs up if I didn't love it all. So, uh, yeah, one thumb up. Okay. Bo- bordering on two if I think, yeah, when I rewatch it, I think. Yeah, cool. Mm. I'll go Schmeer. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. And there's some great, up. there's yeah, some stuff yeah, in there I really up. love, but the stuff that really angers me is really, really bad. Mm. There's some really bold decisions in there some great characters really good performances the effects are great um but yeah i think for me it helps because i'm not a big star trek Mm. like i've seen episodes of voyager i've seen some deep space nine next gen the original series i've seen all of them but like i don't have any really deep emotional connections or opinions on it neither did i i didn't think i did until this came out yeah so it's yeah it's interesting so it sparks something in me. So well done, Discovery. Well, there you go. There we go. Yeah, that serves as thumb up, right? Mm. That deserves an extra rate. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you already gave part one my thumb up. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, let's get into spoilers then. <laughs> I was not surprised at all. I was so glad that Lorca was the mirror version of Lorca. But that, that was that's cool. where I got confused because I was like, how did he become a captain on a ship? How well, did he, he swap places? He swap places. This is the new thing that they do. Okay, like, that's what I was like. This so is he, new. Uh, they haven't done that in the other ones with the mirror universe. He, he sw- I missed they that. Never I must that have before. missed that somehow. Yeah. Um, I was like, where's the good was, Lorca? He's dead, I assume. There was the throwaway line that know. the original Discovery was destroyed. Okay. Uh, when they swap places. Every time they've done mirror episodes so. in Star Trek before, they just go there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But this is the first time where they introduce when but, you come... They go to your place. Oh, do they? Other. So you do swap. Yeah, it yeah. Is a swap. yeah. So, so Discovery swapped, mm-hmm. and and in the throwaway line, they said the Discovery was destroyed. So pretty much, uh-huh. pretty much, the Mirror Discovery showed up and then was immediately destroyed by the Klingons. But not necessarily the same crew. Um, I think it was Captain well, it, it would have been on. Captain Killy and all that type of stuff. So yeah. Um, Although you're right, because the Mirror version of Stamets was was stuck in the network. The that would have saved him, I guess. And like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Michael wasn't on that either. No. So it's not a, it's a mirror. It's not quite a mirror. Hmm. It's just a no, no. People, same people, different, people, different universe, different yeah, and different situations. areas, different yeah. decisions. It's a, yeah. it's an alternative universe. They just use the word mirrorverse. Because Killy was dead. Killy was the captain of the yeah, discovery, yeah, the discovery, but, yeah. but that discovery was sent just, over to and our was reality destroyed. and it was destroyed. So she died. Yeah. Wow. So that's where I was more like... More death. More death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. so, yeah. That so makes Lorca, a lot more sense. I mean, they all so when Lorca, uh, sw- So when Lorca came to our universe, our Lorca went there. And mm-hmm. there's a line going, so that I assume that Lorca, our Lorca is dead in the Mirrorverse. Mm-hmm. And we assume that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So... And they ju- do an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and bring it back every single season as, like, the mirror version. And- I wasn't <laughs> surprised. I think I predicted that the Emperor... Was gonna be uh, oh, um, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I mean she shows up in and the this credits. This is a bad so thing, like, oh, but I, the fact that they were calling her the Emperor, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I feel like she, it'll be her mm. um, to carry on that kind of um, Oriental sort yeah. of feel, for that lack was of a better cool. word. I just don't like her. She was just very, I'm very evil, 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 and I don't think she's that good. An I liked her more than the pilot in this. She war- I warmed to yeah. her once she got off of off the ship and back into the. And swap back into the into universe because that was cool the way she interacted with like t- that was good and then that's oh, when the I stuff got with confused. Her and, uh, Saru when Saru was that's yeah. the moment yeah. when she comes back and she says you dined on him last night and now and he's like you you said there were none of us in the other universe yeah. and I was like oh um he's the captain the discovery deserves by yeah. the way yeah and, like he should be captain I'll be very surprised if we actually if they actually get their captain yeah. 
Um, so, so the thing that really that's the thing that annoyed me the Mirror Universe episodes are always fun in Star Trek because it's always a one-off type of thing they did three episodes with Mirror Universe characters in Deep Space Nine they did none in Voyager obviously and they've done one or two in Enterprise which they actually oh, address yeah, that's right. which they actually address in um, Enterprise and the Enterprise uh, in Discovery because the Defiant actually appears in the original right. series and they deal with that yeah. in Enterprise. It so is, that was that was a good connection. The tie-ins were clever. Yeah. This whole season. There was one that I didn't like, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, what I like about the Mirror Universe is they're one-off episodes. So they can say, every, you know, this person died, oh, it's all aggressive, and stuff like that. And they don't have to follow through, and, yeah. and, that's, and that's fine. But then to be stuck in that Mirror Universe mm. for three... Four episodes? Uh, four, yeah. That's what I mean. I thought they and were going to get out of it a lot quicker. And it wasn't fun. They took out all really? the fun of it. There was ah, one moment. I loved it. One moment that was fun for me. One moment was fun. When Lily pretends to be Killy. That was great. And Jason Isaac does his Scottish accent. That was Boom. Good. And then it was gone. <laughs> and then, what, Burnham stuck on the mirror... Uh, Ship on the Emperor and, ship, and then she has to kill the guy. And they're talking about all the constant death, and then they're showing the people they teleport out into space and dying. I'm that going, was a cool idea, actually. Oh. And then I was not okay with her bringing the Emperor back. That was, I was the like, one get decision that I went over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this many people have died. You don't, you know, she's not the same person. I know she looks the yeah. same, but she's a bad person. I just didn't. Yeah, that was a weird decision. Because everything back. that happened, all the bad sense. stuff that happened was because Michael couldn't get over herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She so, couldn't deal with mm. the fact that he... She couldn't... I get that he that Tyler tried to kill her as... Vogue. Yeah. Vogue. But then but then she's like, I still see Vogue's eyes. I'm like, there, but he's not in there anymore. Th- but, uh, it's just- the whole... I think she's more angry at herself because she basically fell in love with the Vulcan as the sure. line was, which is a good concept. It didn't come across as that, though, for it me. It was handled a bit weirdly. It came across as, I still don't trust you, uh, I hate you. And it's like, I didn't get it. Tyler's back, it's Tyler, he's I nice. didn't understand, yeah. It's um, not really but, Tyler, it's like some other version now, apparently. Yeah. But yeah. man, like he, speaks Vulcan, he speaks Vulcan, uh, he speaks Klingon, really kind of sexily. And he does it well, you know why? Because so they well. haven't got the fake... Teeth in there, and they could, so they don't sound like they're just high school kids putting in fake teeth, going, oh, "I'm doing a production." Yeah, mm. when they rocked up to the Klingon home planet, and he got it, went into the gambling game. Oh, that was great! And he broke out in Klingon. And she was like, so affected by it. I was like, "Get over yourself." Um, I love when he spoke Klingon. Mm. I thought it was really mm. fun. But yeah, yeah every, good. but just a flash to her every time he broke out into Klingon, you saw her like, like I know she, she'd been through a lot. It just. It, Got yeah. too much. I agree. She okay. was being affected by everything, and in the first mm. half, she was so stoic. Mm. And and not to say that characters can't be vulnerable like that. She went through a lot, but I, I don't know what it was, but it just really got got to me. Yeah. Um, interesting that, that you didn't find it fun. No. The mirrorverse stuff because I because I because I did. But I think it was the twists. I was like, oh, like everything was kind of coming together. For me, fun isn't necessarily really bright colours and everyone's sure. making I, jokes. I, I, I can have... When it comes to revealing that a character has been playing you all along, I then look back to scenes where they're alone and doing things, and I'm like, for the benefit yeah. of us as an audience. So the scene where he's in the cage and his son... That was the one I was flashing back to. was brought in and he kills him. And he's like, if you don't tell me the, my, my daughter or whatever's name, oh, I'm going to kill him. Name, yeah. And he's playing it that he doesn't know that he doesn't know. For whose benefit? 
like, for us as an audience. No one else... For his fun, I guess. For his fun, but no one else is there for him to be playing that act anymore. Like, he could have just been, her name is this. Mm. Done. He yeah. wanted to see someone die? Like, I don't know. I just yeah, was it's like... The mirror, it's the mirror of There was no reason for him to continue that act in mm. that moment. No. Like, he knew good. her name. He was who they well, said he was, he was. He was trying to win over Burnham, was what I kind of But Burnham wasn't thought. in the room. Burnham wasn't in the room. But took, yeah. It's just those kind of yeah, scenes where I go... What they watching on TV? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's those right. scenes where I go, that is for us as an audience to believe, so they can yeah. give us the twist, and I kind of shits me. Because mm. I yeah. look back on those and go, oh, well, that was silly. Yeah. Um, that was a bit silly. <laughs> but I shouldn't be doing that while I'm watching it. I should be yeah. invested in it so much but that I'm not most of the time, most of the time, Lorca was an asshole everywhere. True. True. So no matter where it was. Yeah. So, I do want to go back, but I can't... I do believe... Yeah, because there are, like, some twists where the moment it's revealed, they're just completely evil for the sake of being mm. evil, like some Marvel properties. That happens quite a bit. Mm. Whereas with this, it felt a little bit more... But I, I did kind of find myself going, was there any clues to this leading up? But I think there were. The little flashbacks that Michael has so, of him saying, I bought you here, but not for the reasons you think. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I was kind of like... It wasn't enough foreshadowing at all. It, was, um, it wasn't that much foreshadowing. No. I, I was sad that they killed the Doctor. I like the Doctor. Straight up. Se- ep- second episode? That was first great. Episode. First, episode, yeah. first, first episode. episode. I was like, oh, they'll bring him back. He won't no, be dead. he's gone. But he, he came back in a nice kind yeah. of way. That was yeah, a exactly. beautiful little moment. He led Stamets yeah. out of yeah. there. And well, Stan, it made like, me go, whoa, how dare you straight to the screen. So it works. <laughs> um, so. But yeah, it was good how like Stamets took control of this spore driving that he's doing, and like you know created new spores on the planet. That was that was the whole cool. network thing got yeah. me a little confused. So as well. the network that the Trillions or whatever they were called were developing on, on their ship was going to destroy the entire multiverse. Was that what they were getting at? Something like that, that. was a weird plot point that made absolutely no so sense. So then they're like, it's breaking down. The whole network's going to collapse. And I was like, what is the network again? <laughs> So that whole, I need, that's yeah. one of the reasons I want to go back and watch it, just to understand that, because that was Stamets' whole thing for getting out of it. Yeah. And then they needed him to do something or other, and I was like, I'm lost now. Yeah, that didn't, because there's no real reason as to why that, like, th- thinking about the rest of it, they immediately grow back their spores when they're back on Earth. Mm. So why have that? storyline in the first place. Yeah, I think I need to, yeah, go back and watch it and pick up on the little mentions of things. Uh, and uh, big spoiler, the big cliffhanger at the end of the whole season, the Pike. Discovery oh, runs yeah. into... Pike. The Enterprise. The Enterprise. I liked that. I was like, that brings us back to where, like, if you hadn't picked up where it was set, when it was set, in terms of Enterprise in the first season, now we know. And it's Pike, right? Or is yeah, it Archer? Pike. It's, yeah, Pike. it's Pike. So we're going to see young Spock. No, no, not necessarily. No, he's still at school, isn't he's he? He's still at the training academy. How yeah. long is it before? Pike's there for a while before Kirk comes in. Beca- well, because Spock, oh, Spock was on Pike. Enterprise before Kirk He was, over. yeah, but that was... If you remember the cage. But then, um, yeah, but then how long is, is Pike captain for? That's what we need to find out. It would be it, 10 years. But is it ten years? Oh yeah. When did he stop being when he captain? when he left for the cage, and that's yep. where he stays on the cage. So then, it? how long was Kirk in charge before the original series starts? That we don't know. Well, I guess we'll find. Oh, we don't Spock, know. And how long was Spock on board? Spock was Bef- on a couple of years before Kirk took over. So yeah. we've got 
seven years up our sleeve, really. Probably seven-ish, yeah. Mm. Although nine, well, it'd be six now. But the fact that they've mentioned nine Spock, years, nine months ahead, they have yeah. mentioned Spock a couple times, Yeah, and means yeah. that maybe we will. I hope we don't. I really hope we I'd don't. I'd like to keep it all separate. You hope they don't meet Spock. Yeah, because that, I don't know, they can't cast him well. Like, a young Spock would just be really annoying, I think. Oh yeah, Look, man. If, if, if you are, friend. if you're going to be as bold as to put Michael Burnham as the you know the step the sister. sister of Spock, you're going to have Sarek, you're going to have the mum there as well. You can it, It's like the first season or whatever it was of Supergirl going. I've got a cousin. He's Superman. You're not going to meet him. You want to <laughs> see. You want to see that moment where Tyler came in as Superman, and you see Superman and Supergirl talking. And you go, "Yes, there you go. It works." I like just mm. getting little Easter eggs. I I prefer like the mention Easter eggs of Pike, him being... the mention of the Klingon shields, yeah. um, invisibility cloaks, things, um, mention of names, but you just get your little your little fix. Yeah, no. yeah. Rather than it being just like right in your face, which is what they'll probably do. Yeah, also, I'll be interested to see how they avoid yeah, it. They have put they, if they being this bold at the end of the first season. Me personally, I don't think they needed it. They didn't need it. Create your series off your own back. You don't need the Enterprise. Stop in going back in time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Go forward. But they've put the Enterprise in it now. Going okay, cool. You've got mm. the Enterprise here. I want to see Pike. I want to see. The I definitely think we are going to have to see Pike. They're going to have to talk of to course. him at least. Gonna oh see, yeah, you're going to see yeah, Pike. Pike would be good. See, I want to see Spock. But, I want to see the old crummy doctor who was there going, wait your whistle. <laughs> it was in the pilot. I want to yeah, see a woman okay. playing Gene Roddenberry's wife, who was the original communications officer before they got Nicola in. I want all that stuff. Gary Barlow's character, all of it. I, nah. I, don't, I want it, don't need it, want, wouldn't mind it, mm. but I'm I, happy for it to continue on. Maybe yeah. they'll have a quick, hello, Captain Pike, how you doing? All right, we're off. And then they leave. <laughs> we just get like... <laughs> that would be fun. What Ships a mess. in the night. Yeah, Ships like, in the night. Just what like, a, they show up. Hi, how you doing? Good. You? Great. You okay, oh, we went move. to a multiverse. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, they won't talk about that. No. I think it would be cool if they show up for like the first opening the battle of season two and then they're just gone. But if also, they're a big part about the arc, I don't really Coming want back that. to the current verse, nine months later mm. and everybody has been killed. I was like... That's yeah, grim. well, the Klingons have gone crazy. But I guess they have to 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 match it up with the current situation once once the Enterprise is there. Uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty predictable twist that mm. the Klingons kind of controlled everything. But I liked it. And then well, giving the, the Klingon the bomb, the and then giving the Klingon yeah. chick the power of the bomb. I was like, is that, that was, a good idea? That was a very Star Trek way to end the season. Just yeah. kind of trust trust someone your enemy, who and that's trust someone who brutalized tortured yeah and tyler stayed with her yeah but did he did he's she, like i'm no. staying with her i'm like dude you're having like full-on flat traumatic flashbacks but they were together as klingons mm. yeah. he should have died in mirror first i would Absolutely. like to have died and he then should have, just no, not show up not cool with him still being alive um mirror universe Sarek had the evil goatee that was great he did that was the, so good the darkest timeline that scene was quite good when they found the um the group the resistance the resistance yeah. that i thought that was really interesting yeah. and how they have the vulcan in order to tell if someone's lying and then that what happened good. they were all killed yeah because yeah. tyler lost his sorry damn it no, yeah. no 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 he um they were killed because uh, the emperor showed because up the emperor showed up that's right they couldn't get off which in was time. weird because they I know you probably wouldn't have robbed, but I would have preferred to actually see confirmation that those characters 
died rather than than them just going, mm. oh, they're dead, cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> they just kept the pace on. Um, they just went, nope, we don't have time for that. I would have liked to, your emperor? to actually get confirmation that those characters mm. are no longer in the mirror. They're like, oh, really they didn't weird... complete their evacuation. It's like, yeah, but at what part of that evacuation were those characters? Mm. They might have got yeah. it off. That was one of the moments that I rewinded, that I rewound to go. <laughs> rewound? Is that... Is that them? Oh, it is. Okay, sure, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, it finished, and I went, okay, well, well, you know, I'm not going to be waiting with bated breath, but I will watch it when it comes back. Sure. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I loved it. I will rewatch it at some point when I have time, which is never, and uh, I'll let you know <laughs> if, if my rating changes. I'm positive that it will. Um, I do like that they wrapped up the Klingon War, though. Yeah. Yes. Which is good. I, as much as I, I love that era of Star Trek, I don't really want to see it go for like 10 seasons of just non-stop Klingon War. No, we've got to move on. We've so, got to, yeah. Just give me, yeah. The whole point of Star Trek is, you know, seek out new life, new civilizations. Hmm. Go boldly. Boldly go, rather. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Alright. I did like the, uh, f- I don't know if it was in the other episodes, at the end of the season they saw the Enterprise and, and the music was the original. <laughs> oh, was the closing credits. I was like, I like that. that yeah, was that great. was nice. Um, it was really weird at the end when they're going, this person gets accommodation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is that. Yeah. This person oh, gets that. That, was, like not, that, that was really bad. That was yes, badly that, edited. Yes, that is Starfleet. And I was yeah. like, shut up, Michael. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop. Yeah. Yes, that, that was is not well Starfleet. edited at all. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. That was bad. No, Michael, stop. No, Michael, stop. It is not I love stop. The, I like the actress who plays Michael Burnham, but the actress who plays Michael Burnham's mum is mm, really cool. She's great as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't yes. think I. That's I never got angry at her. Oh, I got angry at, at Michael many times. I got angry at. I like, got I angry kinda at went, the direction uh, a couple times. Of I got less angry at Saru. I really like Saru this season. Tilly, I was really happy with Stannis. Is just one. Anthony Rapp is such a good episode. That yeah. episode when he runs into Tyler. And he says, you know, you killed a good man. Oh, man. That, that was, was a great. A, a man I loved. Yeah. And you go, <gasps> As long as you... He's like, I know. We... And then I was like, stop ragging on Tyler, people. No, we... no, no. He's yeah. allowed to. Stannis had oh, his, I know, I had know. lovey dovey done. We haven't yeah. talked about the whole Tyler thing. About how he was half Klingon. That's so weird. And... What? <laughs> Finally. It's there so it weird and messed up. Like... But that's, that's the thing, because in the first half where they're going, well, the first time we see inner, inner species sex is... Uh, it's rape. It's rape. But then the guy go, but now, is it? Because they were lovers when they were Klingons, and so was it... Like, I guess that was he him. was still in control, I guess. Yeah, it was him battling with the yeah. fact that he was in control and these flashbacks were causing uh, him stress. I do, I do feel like... The slippery slope of half. Star Trek consent. I just wanted more of that character as a Klingon. He yeah, same. great. Yeah, same. Doc Bok! Yeah. It would have been great if he, like, went to that gambling thing and then just got killed. And then, like, that's the end of his character. <laughs> Stop with it. You know what he should do? He should join the Avengers next movie and get killed there. Because that's where everyone's going Also, we didn't die. get to really see how they separated the two. It was just suddenly he was okay again. Mm. Didn't she kill the orc, in, uh, not the orc, the Klingon inside of him? Sure. I was obviously on my phone at that time. Yeah, I, I, didn't, was, I must I have zoned out. I must scratching my genitals at that time. Nice. I, um, I must have zoned out because I don't remember I that at all. I think... Yeah, I'm pretty sure she killed Vok. Sure, but I didn't... Did we see it? Yes. Oh, cool. I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it. And he was, like, yelling in Klingon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She did us a favor. She was great. The actress she played her was really good. Yeah. She played the the Klingon. Yeah. She's very good. She's very Love good. And she was good with her Klingon stuff. We didn't very have good. the stuff in the teeth. Yeah. Mm. So... Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, we put the call out on Facebook. If you've seen it, let us know what you think. We got uh, a really short but very concise review from Theo. You said really enjoyed it. I heartily agree with you, sir. <laughs> um, Correct. And then we got one from Reese, uh, who basically, uh, in summary, said that he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese, for your summary. I can't um, load the page, so I can't help. Uh, yeah, but he basically said that it pushed the franchise to uh, to new worlds and new concepts that all that really paid off and you liked how it was uh split into two arcs uh, across two parts uh catherine said she um uh, had a moral complexity the original star trek um than the more than the original star trek series um she thought it was uh, this rendition shows us both the possible dangerous homogenizing imperialistic force of the Starfleet and the Federation. Yeah, they did deal with that whole thing of so like we just all want to be Starfleet all the same and we yeah. lose our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in this way, it addresses possible criticisms of Star Trek of its era without disparaging the Starfleets of Kirk, etc. So yeah, yeah. Good. so yeah, thank you, Catherine. Okay. Then we had Reed, uh, who seems to be pretty much on par with Rob's opinion for the most part, um, leaning towards it being Drek. Could someone explain <laughs> that term for me? Because I haven't heard Drek. that before. Meaning, like... Dark, I guess. Drek, mm. yeah. It wasn't Star Trek, there was no hope, no joy, and we learnt no- next to nothing about the characters. Mm. I disagree with that uh, part, the character part, uh, apart from the, the four main ones. Yeah, I guess so. Um, generic space show, I think mm. it would be great, but for me it was as far removed from Star Trek as you could get. That's something I've heard a lot. If yeah. this was just a space show, then everyone would be loving it because it's got the Star Trek name. Um, they also mentioned that the technology was too advanced and that maybe it would have worked better if it was set 10 years after Voyager. Agreed. Would yeah. have made more sense because, yeah, the technology was really advanced. So and when you advanced. think back to yeah. the original series, of course, made many years ago. Yeah. And everything seems to have taken a step back, though they don't want to use the spore drive and they explain why. They, yeah, they brought in time travel. Mm. Which made me think this would have been great if it was set after Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Bring it back ten years before. They're like, although that would be the whole Terminator thing. We've got to go back to <laughs> save the future. But the fact, like, I mean, they explain the reason why the spore drive thing doesn't exist in, you know, the original season and True. so on is because they, they're not going to use it unless they can find someone that's not human. So there's going to be no spore drive in season two, which means Anthony Rapp's character might... Actually do something other than just be plugged into... Yeah, which is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But He's yeah, a you're great right. actor. We I've, should use him more. Of course, we've got better technology now and better special effects, so the technology's going to be cooler. Mm. But then when you set it 10 years before something else that already exists, it's mm. iffy. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There are things I'm, like that that you just kind of let slide. Technology. For yeah. me. I mean, although I think the problem with doing that, think about it now, I think them setting Discovery before original series, a lot of people only know Star Trek through original and next mm. gen. So and maybe the movies if you with did, Chris Pine and stuff. So maybe yeah. if you did set it after, it would be too confusing for casual viewers. I don't Very know. Very much maybe. so. That's we'll what I'm see. thinking. They're keeping within the circle of what the mainstream cinema has done with Chris Pine and yeah. Quento and that, which is uh, annoying. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's better than the Chris Pine movies? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Wow. We agree on one thing. (laughs) I like the first one. Um, I hated Into Darkness, uh, and um, Beyond was okay. Nah, it's rubbish. Mm, So, (laughs) it was better than Into Darkness. So, but yeah, I've kind of just gone, after after Beyond, I just went, no, okay, um, I'm out. I can't, I can't carry on. 
Uh, we also got a private message. Private DM. Ooh, Someone from, uh, slid in out to, into our DM. Thanks for the pictures as well. That was <laughs> really graphic. Huh. Uh, it's from Luke. I will read out this full message because it's actually quite interesting. He says, hey guys, only just started uh, listening, but you guys Thanks. keep asking for feedback, so I figured I'd send a message through. Thanks, Luke. Thank Thanks, you very Luke. much. I'm really enjoying everything about the podcast, but could say the one system... Uh, I think needs adjusting is the one thumb up, two thumbs up system what? of rating. Now I, I have struggling with that at all. I have since followed this up. Uh, I don't think he knew the whole schmear thumbs down element of it. Okay, so that might have cleared it up. But um, uh, he does bring up a good point. He says I kind of felt it already, but then when uh, I gave the Phantom Thread a light one thumb up, it, it really stood out for him. Yeah. Makes it hard because there could be a film you you might rate seven out of ten, but it goes to one thumb, which could rank the same as four or five out of uh, ten. Yeah, true. Either Though way, Schmier would probably cover that. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I think the a greater point to differentiate the okay films from the good to the great would be fantastic. It's like half marks. I guess. So that's kind of why we, we have the Schmer and Schmer. Yeah, Schmer. <laughs> that covers the four and five out of tens. Um, of. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for but, me, if I give a movie a seven, that's mm, a thumb up. Same. If yeah. it's a six or a five, that's a schmear. Yeah, it's a schmear. Four yeah. or three is a schmear. Yeah. Two's th- one thumb down, one is one, yeah, same. two thumbs down. This is good. This is important talk that we actually clarify the numbers connection with the thumbs, yeah. I think. Yeah. Ten, nine, yeah. eight, two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's kind of like distinctions and, H- and high distinctions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it basically is, but like... At the same time, the rating's not really the important no. part, is my other thing. Like, we kind of took the ratings kind of seriously with the out of seven. We took it very seriously. Which is why I changed it. I went, <laughs> I, like, it's the rating something is always. The rating's a quick access silly. way of knowing how we felt, but yeah. we tend to explain it a little better. Yeah. So, like, I guess if you would give the entire season of Discovery two thumbs up, that would be. Maybe, maybe like he's a, right. Maybe it's he's between right. eight, nine, ten. It could be an eight. It could be a ten. Yeah, exactly. For me, it's a seven. Hence, it gets a one. <laughs> one thumb up. Yeah, yeah, cool. But that's like when you get um, you get a distinction at uni, and you're like, oh, I thought I did better, and you got seventy nine out of a hundred. Mm, it's like, like damn. just one off. Come on, come on, mm-hmm. give me that. But extra. that's a, that, that's a seventy nine all the way down to like a sixty. Yeah, and that's a credit anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You've got the number. Um, yeah. You've made us think, Luke. And, and Luke continues. Oh, Jesus. Other Sorry, than Jesus that, Christ. the film on National Lampoon I've been meaning to catch due to Will Forte. Is it Forte? Will Forte. Forte. It's, yeah. I say Forte. I say Forte. Yeah. Because is there like an indent over the E? There probably is. I don't think so. No, it's just an E. Okay. Anyway. How about that? Um, but knowing that Joel McHale plays Chevy, sold it straight away. I'll be watching it ASAP. So thanks, Jen. Thanks, Happy Luke. birthday. He didn't oh. actually say didn't that. Say I just that added it in. I'm sure that he meant well, it. I'm glad that I could. I hope you liked it. Um, I was just reading an article that was like the best and the worst Netflix movies. And it was in like the worst. And oh. I was like, people I are hating on it. Yeah. Really liked it. But then I don't have that real deep connection to the National Lampoon. Okay. I just found it really interesting. Hmm. Found it on a whim. I uh, hope you liked it, Luke. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks yeah. for listening, Luke. Uh, and to all those others that commented. And to everyone else who commented. No last thank you so much. Um, we're going to uh, we're going to do that m- more often, I think, give you a chance to comment about stuff. Yeah, but we do depend heavily on people actually leaving feedback. That's right. That's right. Give me your best Sharknado pun. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, challenge accepted. We also got an email to feedback.nerdout uh, at gmail.com. Uh, didn't leave a name. You, you didn't sign off, so I can't give you a shout-out. Sorry Anonymous. about that. <laughs> but Anonymous said... It was Will Smith. They said, hey, uh, the MCU, what do you think of it? Can you rate them all? <laughs> so... Jen needs to watch them all first. That's could be a really be cool. cool thing in the lead up to Infinity War, but I think it would be I best agree. if you watch them all first, then I rank agree. them. Did you just send that email to yourself under a fake account? Just go, hey. It yeah. was you, Sandro, wasn't it? Well, dun, 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 dun. the email address had the name uh, Ben okay. in it, but oh, that could be last totally name fine. or first name or middle ben, name. So ben I was like, penis you know, man. but um, yeah, I swear word. No, no, it's a medical term. It's fine. It's a medical term. <laughs> Is it though? Anyway, let's not get into that. Sandro was very well wrapping up the episode. So it looks like that's the episode. Thanks for... uh... (laughs) Well, that's the episode. That's it. We're done. Thanks for listening. We've got the 30th episode coming up. (gasps) I wish I was turning 30. That would have been so cool. It's like three episodes away. Might (gasps) do something for it. I don't know. What do you think? Do something special? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same week as... It's the same week as Ready Player One comes out. So we could have our first... Two thumbs down. <laughs> Can we play video games on air? <gasps> no. Video movie night. Video game movie night. Video games Studio games night. There we go. We found it in there. There it is. Um, but what is coming up that I definitely want to review? Jessica Jones 2. Now, it's out at a really awkward time. It's out two days before we record. Oh. I don't think we can binge it in time. I need to watch the first season. So yes, you do. Probably. Well. And I do not want to binge Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so that one will probably come out a week or two after the yeah. show's out. When does that come out? Morning. It's like March 8th. Okay, I have to get the on The first season's so easy to binge, though. Like, you'll watch the first season. Mm, and, like, but it's, it's very rips you apart. Okay. Yeah. In a good way. Should we re- re- review Mute? I feel like we should. Yeah, I want to review Mute. It's got some pretty mixed reviews, so I think it could be a fun one to check out. Mm. Um, Tomb Raider as well. Mm. And Rebels is something that I do want to talk about, but it, I don't know if we could. Because I want to talk to you so much. I'm always the the weakest link. I'm always like, oh, oh no, 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 it's fine. Oh, we could, but I haven't seen the first thing <laughs> yet. I'm too busy doing my knitting. <laughs> I mean, we what? could review Manishing. Electric Dreams as well. But Rob hasn't seen that. I haven't seen Electric, Electric Dreams. Dreams. At all. We, we Didn't we review it? No, you reviewed oh, it. Oh, I reviewed it. That's fine. <laughs> I can review I can finish that off next week. Um... But they're all things that are coming up. What did you think of Star Trek Discovery? You can comment on the Facebook page or just send us an email, feedback.nerdout at gmail.com. All the links are in the description. We're all on Twitter. We're uh, two-thirds of us have got shows in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I'm on Twitter. Um, I don't really use it. Hmm. I don't tweet. What else can I plug? You can watch Rob at his trivia night. <laughs> I'm, uh, don't plug my trivia. I'm on Triple J. Uh, you can buy tickets for uh, the Junior My Little Puppet Show, or you can buy tickets for my show with Caitlin Yolland in May at the Butterfly Club, Wizard Actors, A B- Brief Ooh. History of Magic. They're on sale yes. right now. And my show is Paul Noodle, PhD candidate, Into the Abyss. Uh, mm. So it's my two friends, Jack and Jacob, uh, are performing. I helped write, produce, I'm soundy laden at all. Um, so I'll be there every night so you can come say hi. Uh, it's a very, very weird, dark concept. Looking forward to seeing it. I'll be going out of my comfort zone and seeing then, uh, uh, yeah, it's a new ter- show. It's Tamsin mm. Terrace. Um, uh, if there's anything you want us to review as well, if, if there's a film coming out that you're like, hey, should I see this? We'll see it for you, maybe. <laughs> uh, you can shoot that through uh, 
feel free to leave a review on iTunes, even though it's really hard. Um, I tried to do it, and it was just like, what? Right? What's going on? I thought, I was worried it was just me. Uh, next time, we'll probably review Mute. Maybe something else. Don't be surprised if that changes last minute. Uh, but until then, <laughs> do make sure that everything you consume is nerd out. That doesn't work. Make sure you consume nerd out, the podcast. Yeah. We should do one where we all do it at the same time. So, And then until next week, don't forget to nerd, nerd out. Mother. <laughs> you were just listening to Nerd Out, featuring Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears and Sandra Felcher. This has been an improbable podcast production. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. The views expressed are those of the speaker and don't necessarily reflect those of the other speakers, the studio or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discussed was intended. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Edit this out. I'll swear. Okay, cool. Bolt. <laughs> I just pressed Rob's cough that button as perfect. he swore, and I'm so happy that worked out. Three, three, I am a stage manager by trade. No, I'm very, like, on three, it when two, I need to. One. Balls. I mean, that got picked up with Jen's mic. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. The, the, children, <laughs> the children are getting restless. So good. Sandra's um, going to turn this studio uh, around and we're going to go home. Uh, speed ramp. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? We are there at the speed round. Going home. <laughs> um, I'm just moving the desk up and down. I wish you could all see this because all you can hear is us laughing and weird noises. It is just chaos in the studio right now. Like, someone slipped something into our water because we are all acting like children on red cordial. It could be that explanation, but I haven't had anything to drink because no one bought me a hot chocolate. <laughs> if, we've lo- if we lose listeners over this, I'm so sorry. Um, it's not my fault. No, okay, speed- all right, I'm ready for speed all round. Right, speed speed round. round. Number one. Rob's very close to me right now. Stop it, go away. <laughs> Out of my personal space. How big is your personal space? Very big. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how I go. Mm. And more important things to see, say, like, Pacific oh. Rim 2. Did uh. you say more important things to see? Wow. Yeah, Pacific I Rim 2, that's going to be... I mean, we're not actually watching next week. We're just kind of, like, watching a bunch of scenes and also the cast will be there. What? You didn't tell me that. I thought we were seeing the whole film. That's that it. I'm I might be able to get a selfie with a particular person. So, uh, Probably not. it's actually in Brisbane. <laughs> oh. We're getting it... Um, Oh, now like you're telling us. Now, I've already RSVP'd. Oh, that's it. We're out of here. <laughs> I just found out. I did have dinner plans on Wednesday night that I cancelled because I thought I might meet. Yeah, to meet Just it. do it. It's fine. So Although the supernova people do want to meet us, so that's... Oh, I will be there. Going. Oh, it's cool. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking Maybe it. Maybe I should have applied for our... The RSVP. Mickey. <laughs> oh, that was a close one. I'm taking the Mickey. You're taking the Mickey. Well hey. done. I'm very proud of you, Spears. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> sweat. Oh, my God. I'm so sweaty. So, yeah. Um... Pacific Rim's going to be fun. The first one was fun. The special effects were good. Yeah, I it was, like the the script was appalling. Oh, God, it's so but you're not there for the script. <laughs> yeah, you're not there the for point. the script. No. I'm it was not. a perfectly good 
bus trip film, which is the 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 only times film. I've seen it is on the bus. That is a great. I want to use that more often. It's a good bus trip film, a good airplane film. film. Mm. Oh my gosh, the 1990s called. They want their <laughs> modes of transportation back. Speaking of bus trips. <laughs> oh, no. I was just thinking, the last time I was on a bus trip was year 10. We went to Central Australia and we watched Being John Malkovich because me and my best friend Tan, oh. hey Tan, uh, <laughs> voted for it because everyone else was asleep. So we put that on. Everyone else wanted to watch Bring It On or something. Yeah. We watched <laughs> Being John Malkovich. Everyone fell asleep because they didn't get it and we loved that's great. It's a weird that is, film. That's that so is a good, good trip. That's what my bus trip film. The Doctor, Doctor Who, is a character, what do you think right? Of, what do you think of um, What do you think of uh, Bill as a character? Bill's very strong. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he fits in quite well. He with, doesn't fit in the world. Bill doesn't fit in. Who's Bill? He doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew. Hoisted by your own petard. Oh, oh, I don't mean hosting a Doctor Who thing. Just, just, just yeah, general nerd you could host thing. Yeah. You'd be a great host.